And welcome to episode 384 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I am your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the program. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the program, Sean. You know, so uh, how was your week, Ed? Uh, challenging. <laughs> oh, oh, short bus challenging or? Um, well, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where you, 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 when you have a skill, and you haven't used said skill in such a long time. <laughs> All right. You kind of don't have that skill anymore. I, I mean, I guess it depends on what we're, what skill we're talking about. But <laughs> and, I mean, I, some skills like riding a bike. Apparently, that's supposed to be easy because even if you don't pick up ride a bike, if you haven't ridden a bike in years, you should be able to pick it up real fast. Hence the phrase, it's like riding a bike. Exactly. But if it's like marksman shooting at 10 paces and you haven't done it in a while, I could see why you'd be rusty. <laughs> well, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about networking and, and, and creating what they call a patch cable. Uh, you um, know, go goody tech talk here at, at Geeksters. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, with, with, with creating a cable, um, you know, you get, you get cable and you cut it open, like the casing off of it. There's four twisted pair of wires. There's like eight thin copper wires that you have to flatten out and stick on an end, like a like an like you know. This is where you, the old kids are going to know more than the new kids. An old telephone connector, and they call it RJ. Well, the the network one's an RJ45, and the telephone was an RJ11. If you have an old <laughs> telephone landline at your house, if you if you pull the plug out of the phone, there's a little white clear plastic square piece. That's the connector. So you basically <laughs> shove the wire in there in a certain certain like a, a not you know sequence, and then clamp it down, and then you know do the same for the other end. And of course, you can't do this if like you have to run the cable first and then do each end. So you you have to have like a, a tool basically a, a, a tester to test both ends because you could keep doing this all day long, but if you miss anything and they're so small. That if you missed, like, the wires get crossed, you would never know it without a tester. You know, kind of thing. I, little known fact, Ed, I actually went to school for I, for tech support. And, and, and at, one of the things we had to do was make those cables as a, as a test or as a part of the class. So I know exactly what it is. We had, like, little wire strippers. We had to strip down the wires, mm -hmm. put them in the little thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. So <laughs> – the thing is, is that in my 20s, I used to run a lot of cable for com for companies. I used to go to a lot of warehouses across the country. That was like part of my job was like, you know, setting up computers at, on, a, in a, on, on a network in a, in a warehouse somewhere like it could be in California or in Seattle, or Washington or Florida or wherever. <laughs> I was the guy that went and did it. You know, I didn't see any of those dates, you know, like, oh, how was Seattle? I have no idea. All I saw was four walls of a warehouse and a plane. <laughs> back right. and forth. That was it. Um, so, you know, so those kind of things would happen. Um, but I, I, I got really good at it. Like, like that was a, a skill that I honed because I had to make other types of cables for um, besides patch cables. I had to make uh, um, uh, uh, what they call Unix cables, which are which are these. Uh, as people would know them as serial cables uh, with the little pins that would stick out with the little holes and you connect right, those. Right, I had to do that too. Yep. So like there and was co and coaxial cables. Yep. 
you know, so yeah. I had a way to make all those cables. And I, I got really good at, like, like you know, if you have the right tools <laughs> to the job, you know, you, you could be a pro. And I used to be able to – I would I would be, like, so cocky at it. I wouldn't even test it. I would just put both ends on, plug it in, and it would work. And I'd walk away so, like, how did he do that? Uh, it's just like – it's a skill. So, so, so there's a joke in here that I have to say because if not, it's killing me. <laughs> so you could say – that while you're in twenty, you're in your twenties, you're laying down a lot of cable, huh? <laughs> huh? Huh? <laughs> yes, you could say that. Yes. <laughs> now you're in your, you know, you're up there in age, and the one cable sometimes has a weak connection. <laughs> so that's the thing. Like, so for two days, like, and I mean, this thing is, I Friday we ran the cable, you know, from one end to the other, and I just had to put the ends on, and. I, it took me two, literally two days to do it. Like I, 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 I it's like low and slow, but, <laughs> but, but it was, it was, it was, it was so frustrating because my brain knows what I'm doing, but my fingers can't do it anymore because they're so small, you know, like all of a sudden, like everything got like smaller, like, and I'm like, how does that happen? Like how- your hands got fatter. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, they did, but it's just like, like, like I used to have be so fine out. I used to be able to grab these thin wires and place them in a certain way in my fingers and be able to slide that case right on and be <laughs> hit the right spot every time. Yeah, this, is, this is dirty. If you don't know you're what you're talking, you're still talking about cable because that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, dude, under the right circumstances, welcome to Tech Talk. <laughs> and my fingers used to be so nimble. And I used to be able to twirl that wire around, play with it like no business. <laughs> Nowadays, you're lucky if I know what can, what a, a tab A and slot B is. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, I could lay cable multiple, two, three, four times a day. <laughs> <laughs> now it takes me two days just to get one end in. I <laughs> 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 uh, show just detoured the Sean's is just warped sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm waiting for this. That's right. Back when I was in my 20s, I laid cable like nobody's business. I was in, I was laying cable all around the United States. Walking in there, what do you need? Cable? Done. (laughs) (laughs) Nowadays, I got to get a couple drinks in me. (laughs) Got to get my pump going. <laughs> Gotta get my magnifying glass, my light source, because working those cables just ain't the way it used to. Back in my day, though, it was wham, bam, connected, ma'am. <laughs> anyway, Ed, so so you were running cable, and it took me a long time, huh? <laughs> Uh, I'm done. Okay. (laughs) So basically, um, that's basically what. uh, 
<laughs> that was that was my weekend basically. That was. <laughs> took you all weekend to run cable? Well, no, the, the oh. cable took the cable to running the cable was the easy part. Just putting those ants on that was the tough part. <laughs> you know what? Which makes it even funnier is that the last week I've had problems with 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 IT at my job. So this makes me funny. It's like you and I both had issues with computer stuff this week. Yeah. I, I, my job, we had, um, for, excuse me, for whatever reason, whenever it rains, my store loses all connectivity. Mm -hmm. Now, apparently I'm not the only one in the mall that has this problem, but it's frustrating when it happens only to me. I don't care about any other stores. It's my story. It matters the most. So I had to call tech and, and find out like, okay, well, how do I do this? How do I fix it? Because you know, I have enough brain power to maybe hopefully figure it out myself. Yeah. But when it comes to stuff that's outside of my, like, I'm willing to admit that I don't know everything. And like you, I'm also a little rusty too. Mm -hmm. So I also can't just go start pulling, and plug, pulling out wires when I'm dealing with a company. Right. So I had to call IT and I, I know we outsource our stuff and I know that sometimes there's a language barrier, but the, it it was particularly frustrating because I couldn't. I, you know when they're following a script, because I picture me Ed on a I don't know ten foot tall ladder, <laughs> leaned up against the wall, looking at a router, and screaming into the phone, "If you." People make me unplug and plug this router in one more time. I'm hanging up, ripping the wires out of the wall, and I'm throwing it out. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, do you have you ever heard the term what the definition of insanity is? Yes. I'm like, because you keep asking me to plug this router in and out for the last two hours and nothing has changed. At what point do I tell you, get me to somebody who knows what they're talking about? You know, I actually legitimately had the head of IT from the States on the phone with me. <laughs> they, uh, and, you went right to the top. At, at some point, because I was literally screaming at these people, you know, because they just see, it just wasn't, well, you have to unplug it and plug it back in. I did that. I go, what point do you just break down and go, you know what, we're just going to send you a replacement? Because that's what actually wound up happening, right. was they wound up, I had to replace my router. Mm -hmm. And I did get a compliment from the guy, though, because he was like, because he's like, okay, well, I need you to, when I need you to unplug this, plug that in, I want you to try this. And I'm, I'm, I'm with him, because I can speak the language, mm -hmm. as far as the tech language, rather. Um, so he's, I'm, I know what IPs are, I know, you know, what, what ports are i know you know what a router is what a yeah. switch box is so he complimented me on the fact that i i'm, I'm willing to get my hands dirty because most people in my position are like i'm too scared to do it you know and i'm like not me it's already broken what am i gonna do break it more <laughs> like, <laughs> i mean i can i got a hammer here i'll smash that scene if, if, if that'll help you know so he winds up we wind up replacing the router and then I get the router, plug in, it's plug and play, easy, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, working fine. Only problem is now my wireless network is has disappeared. Huh. 
And I'm like, oh, well, okay, well, at least I got the registers back and up and running. Uh, and I can't seem to print to my printer because it's a wireless network and I can't seem to test anything because it has to be through the company's, you know, um, network address. Mm-hmm. It's gone. So I have to call tech again <laughs> yeah. and hang up on the ladder again. And while I'm trying to tell him, like, look, I know that the router's fine. I can't figure this. And it got to a point where, again, screaming, I'm like, look, I have a USB cable. Can I just plug in the printer to my PC just so I can get something going? Because I got orders that have to get have to get done because people are going to be picking them up. And it's, by the way, this happened to be the second day after my biggest launch title, Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> so um. My I'm at my wits end because I'm sitting there going, I don't what the hell is going on. It just seemed like the whole store, anything that could go wrong went wrong. I actually had to replace the the switch that the router was plugged into. Okay. Um, and that's in that the the 124 switch you can marry and all these tech people are going. We don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had to plug my internet into the new switch box. So it came it came last week, and. Like two hours after I got off the phone with Tech about something else, I get a call like, "Hey, would you like to would you like to continue on with you know the the switch box or the router thing?" And it was I'm like, "But the router thing was already done. I got a new part that came up fine." Now, but I'm like, I legitimately I think they they must have put notes about who they're talking to because I wound up getting a person who was very happy to talk to me, very patient, very understanding didn't get like at one point I was like I, I thanked her you know very rarely do you hear a woman in IT in the first place yeah so it was it was refreshing to hear a woman in IT talking to me and being like patient enough to be like okay I just I guess she's like take your time and I was like you're not gonna have to make me unplug and plug in my router again because if you are I, I, you're gonna have to I'm gonna quit <laughs> 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 She's like, no, no, just you know. She's like, I can just plug in the printer and I can hook it up remotely, put the drivers in. I'm like, okay, pause, perfect, fine, great, awesome. Then I've had the switch come in and like, I was like, well, I can't do it because it got delivered on a Friday afternoon. I'm like, well, you're, just, I'm off for the weekend, so I'll do it Monday, you know. And I did it, plugged it in, fine, no problem. Wireless network came back on. I was my store is back to normal I did not unplug my printer though because fuck that <laughs> <laughs> I'm like no I knew enough how to plug it in I just need you to put the drivers in but I'm not having you guys take have me unplug it and set it up wirelessly because screw you because I don't want anything happening right. I know the I know it's the physical works <laughs> if, it if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> exactly. So I was just like, oh, so I, I you're telling me, you're, I'm like, my, like, why one of my coworkers, Stacy, stopped by and he came back and he like, came back to tell me that she was here, but he walked back and told her, like, he's kind of yelling at people right now. <laughs> like, yeah. I very rarely do I, like, I'll get frustrated and I'll raise my voice a little bit because I'm, um, frustrated with the situation at time and I know that the person who's I'm talking to it's not their problem per se it's it's you know it's like it's like when someone comes in and yells at me for a policy that I have no control over right like I'm the, I'm the face of the company at that moment in time so I'm always trying to be because I realize that when I'm 
yelling at somebody on IT is like, look, I realize you're just doing your job, and I understand that. But you guys are not – we're not communicating real well here. And, and how can you be in the communication field if you don't know how to fucking talk to me? <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> like I, I was like, it was so frustrating. I'm like, I can't. Uh, I was like, it was so annoying. But I think they put notes and going, oh, that guy from that story, you might want to like, be real nice to him because <laughs> he'll start yelling. Yeah, <laughs> he flips out. <laughs> he's got, he's got a short fuse. Watch out, because there is, there, there is, there is notes that people. Because that's the first thing people. Well, let me look at the notes and see what you know. See what mm. they say. Like, oh, like <laughs> you hear that lot. Because, because I'll be honest, I do. Like, oh, there's, there's, there is things that I can't. Like, you have to outsource things, you know, to do. Like, our websites, I don't, we don't have them on our server. We have them on a virtual server that's created from a company, and I have to deal with them from time to time. And, um the one I had before that was, was in somewhere in the Philippines that, that, you know, this company had their tech support and they were nice. They, you know, like in, and, and most of them had a, um, uh, a good speaking, um, you know, uh, communication, you know, for, but you, you would, it was like, they would, they didn't know, like, it, you feel like you got the guy that was hired the first day then you're his first call of the day, you know, like, <laughs> right. It's like, you're the guy, you're the, you're the guy, you're the fire that this guy has to walk through. Right. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And cause, cause you have to explain things to him. And then it's just like, and then, and then you have to kind of tell him your, their policies of how things are done. And you, it's just, it's just ridiculous. And you go in, I mean, and they're like, they're, I'm like, and I ask him, I'm like, well, how long have you been with the company? Cause you, you know, sometimes there's, <laughs> so there's that, there's those lulls of like, they have to do something. They're waiting for something to happen. So you ask questions cause it, you know, that's that it's the IT small talk that you do, you know? So that way you, you get that, you know, idea. And the guy's like, yeah, I've been here for 10 years. And it's like, really? Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> for, for, for me, it's, it's working. Having been in tech support and you know, this cause you, you and I used to have the same job. Yes. You want to give it should be like the Weather Channel, constant updates. So I, I feel like if I'm trying to help a guest or a customer, I want to tell them, okay, this is what I'm waiting for. Like, explain a little bit what I'm trying to do, so you don't hear dead silence on the other end. Right. And I can't tell you how many times there was at least a lull of like ten minutes and gaps of nothing but silence. The fact where I thought I got hung up on. Or I thought that they just you know, hold on for a minute. And I know that they're probably shooting it up or looking through a manual trying to go, okay, I don't know what here. Where's this problem? He, unplugging it and plugging it's not going to go in. So holy shit, what am I going to do? Right. You know, and, and I get it. But at least acknowledge me and go, look, I know you're waiting. Thanks for being patient. Uh, this is what I'm doing. Like, I, it's okay for you guys to kind of pull the curtain back a little bit because I'm sitting here with a store and my store can't run time is money yeah so the longer you have me on the phone plugging shit in and out and it's clearly not working is less time i could be helping my guest earning a, a, a decent wage for the company like it's it's it was frustrating especially when the, it's just these dull moments i'm like okay well are you guys still there like hello like sometimes i just felt like i was yelling into the void right you know and it really was just like oh no the or and that's why like the and that's why I said they must have put notes in because the woman I was talking to 
she was giving me constant updates. Thanks for your patience. I'm just, I just look up here. I'm just doing it. Like she was telling, she was reassuring me that I wasn't left in alone in a room hanging on a ladder. Well, that's, but that's, you know, that's the thing though. Like, like it, it's, it's that, it's that, it's that caliber of person. Cause that's the same. Like, like there, there are times where it's like, there's all that quiet and I'm like, you there? Oh yeah. Oh, where are you from? Like, you know, like I'll ask, you know, simple questions, like little things like how, how long you've been with the company, you know, like kind of thing, just small talk to keep, to go, to know that you're still in the line. Like that's, you know, like, like, cause like some people do that to me. It's just like, Oh, like, like, Oh, well, what do you guys do there? You know, kind of thing. Like, right. You know, you know those, those yeah, go ahead. that would be great. That would be great. Ed, except everybody who I'm talking to knows exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> Yeah, but they're like, they're like, they're like, oh, where, where in America are you from? Maybe you know, like you know, like oh, in Philadelphia or whatever, you know, blah blah. Just like little little things to keep them, keep you right. going. All right, they're they're you're somebody's listening, you know, whether because like because to be honest with you, I ask those questions and I'm half paying attention because I'm doing something and you know, like like right. it's, it's just to keep them talking so that way that they're they're not sitting there going. Are they fucking there? Are, 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 did I get hanged up on like that? That thought going through your head because it's dead silent, you know? Right, or or it's the dead silent because they're waiting for you to answer, and they didn't give you a question. Yeah, because I've had that a couple times. They're like, "Hey, you guys still there? Yeah, we're waiting for your answer." Well, what was the question? Because you didn't ask me anything. Oh, well, did you unplug it and plug it back in? Y- yeah, twice before I called you. <laughs> and I like I also understand too like I know you have a se- system of checks and balances that you have to do where it's like you know what I used to think this way all the time being the person who got the phone call was like look you have to start at the bottom and work your way up to the top like you you have to start with the littlest things of like well is it plugged in do you have it turned on and as long as you don't come off as condescending people are okay with that or people get really really mad i'm like look i understand that you're mad and i completely get it but i have things i have to go through first before i can find out what else i can't just leap right to your problem because i'm not there you know i always i used to call it painting the picture of what you see so i can try to interpret what you're seeing into some way to be able to tell you what to do (laughs) But but it's like i look i'm sorry is it plugged in what do you mean of course it's plugged in like <laughs> I, I have to say, I do have to say that that's that's key because there were there was the time when I like I said it was the nineties I was working for this company and this we we're opening up a, a place in Seattle and at the time they didn't want to send me right away. They were like this guy, the, the the manager we got, he's he was he did some IT stuff back in the day, blah blah blah. He's very tech savvy. We're just gonna <laughs> send him the stuff and he's gonna hook it up. Just do little instructions of like colors and that kind of thing. So I did. I took the time. I color coded like cables and and different things, explaining it, you know, type of things. To, I I because uh, this is this is before it's like cell phone technology where you could do video chatting or you know sending right. pictures via internet, you know, type of thing. And so you would you would like I would like I detailed everything out right. So he calls me up and he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, these, these instructions were great, blah, blah, blah. Except one thing, this printer is not working and we can't figure out why. Right. 
<laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, which one is it? And it's like, now at the time, I don't know if they're still around or not, but it's called Okie Data. Okie Data used to do dot matrix printers. I mean, you have to go back. This for right. like, they still make them for like orders and stuff when you print out orders in a shop or in a, uh, uh, in a warehouse, you know, type of thing. Cause it's like a three part that you can separate it and, you know, one goes to a picker and one goes in the building, <laughs> right. blah, 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 you know, kind of thing. But this this is like a crucial piece of equipment for most warehouses because it's it's a workhorse and it's the most important printer in that in that place. So I'm sitting there like going, all right, what it's what's what's it doing? What's it not doing? You know that kind of thing. There's no lights on it. All right, did you press this button? Now I'm like I'm like I'm like you know, <laughs> you know, try the reset button. This is the buttons you have to hit, and you have to hit a certain sequence of buttons, and it factory resets the printer and all that kind of stuff. You know, like, like all these things you're going through. You know, so I'm you know going through all this kind of stuff, and it's like nothing, right? So I'm like, look, like I've tried everything that, you know, basically like I have I used all my scripts up that I you know, <laughs> know I have to call Okie Data now to find out. You know, luckily at the time I was working, it was in New Jersey and it was like right down the road. Right. So I called them like, you know, I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm having this problem, blah, blah, blah. And we were there. We were at the time one of their biggest customers because we were buying printers like almost in bulk. Because <laughs> like, right. printers do not like any warehouse environments. Computers do not hold up. Well, it's just, it's just a fact, you no. know, like type right. of thing. It's like any dust or dirt and debris gets in there. It gets screwed up. So you have to quickly replace it. So you're just buying new ones in all the time. So they're, they're like, they're like, no problem. You guys got the best warranty. You know, you're paying for it, blah, blah, blah. You know, well, we're going to drive down. You're down the street. We're driving you down the printer for you, you know, so you could ship it out <laughs> to your, you know, cost you to your place, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, great. You know, like kind of thing. So, so as, as I'm, I'm getting, you know, finishing up, you know, the order details and what to do and all, cause actually I think I got them to, I was going to over and have them overnight it to Seattle I'm getting another call on the other line and here it's the manager and he's like, Hey, Ed, don't be mad. And I'm like, what, what, what do you mean? He goes, it's working. And I'm like, but, but now I'm like, you know, now me, I'm like concerned. I'm like, you know what? It's, it's probably something faulty, maybe some wiring or something like that could be right. dangerous. It, you know, we, we'll, we'll send you a new one. No problem. You'll have it tomorrow. I'm sorry. You're going to be down for a day. He goes, no, no, you don't understand. He goes, I figured out what the problem was. And I'm like, well, well, what is it? And he goes, I forgot to plug it in. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you spent like three, four hours, you know, like trying all this stuff. And you just go, you know what? I didn't ask that question. You know, like, like, you know, it's like the the first, you know, like, like one of the first, like, I think tech jobs, like, like support jobs I did to do for a company like that. And I'm like, oh. I asked something. They didn't ask the stupid question, you know, and it's just, yeah, my uncle used to say, check the obvious first. Yeah. You know, and, and then, I, that's why I, I used to do the old, look, um, you see the plug that's in the back of the seam. I want you to follow that. And is it plugged into the wall or plugged into an outlet? I mean, because there is a, a you know, like I, I need to find out because sometimes you don't want to go, well, is it plugged in? Because people get really mad. Yeah. So you have to do the old, I just want to see, is it plugged into a surge protector or plugged into the wall? That's the polite way of saying, I don't think you plugged it in, but I need to check. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 I never really done it that way. I'm always like, I'm like, I have to ask the stupid question first. I'm like, did you plug <laughs> it in? You know, I know you probably did, but I have to ask it because... <laughs> You, and, I'll, and I'll even tell that story like you know, like oh yeah you know it happened to me once you know I was blah 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 I just that's the first question I always ask and they're like yeah yeah okay 
But, because, it's because, like asking if the gun was loaded after you shot somebody. <laughs> but the but the thing is, is like because because like those those scripts, like one of the scripts is is it plugged directly into the wall or is it plugged into a power strip? And you go nine out of ten times, it's through a power strip. So you go, oh, can you plug it into the walls? Because we, you might be something wrong with your power strip. Blah blah blah. And right. You, and you're right. going, well, power's going through it. Well, not enough power going through it. <laughs> so, so I'm going to give some tips and tricks to, to, to next time for people, you know, not specifically you, but next time, if, if these ask these stupid questions, you, you do it, you do it. <laughs> is, is it, but that's the thing. Is it plugged into a wall? It's plugged into a drought. It's plugged into a wall every time, even if it's plugged into a power strip, tell them it's plugged into a wall. Technically it <laughs> right. is. It's power strips plugged into a wall. So if they, if you're getting power to the unit, make sure that you tell them that. The second thing is when they ask you to reset it, lie. <laughs> tell them you did it. You know whether whether you did it or not. To, because they're the they're the two most stupidest things. They are the time wasters, is what I call them. It's it's just basically for them to scramble to do whatever they need to find out. Because they'll ask you fifty million questions, and then they'll start with the stupid stuff, and you go in. If I'm calling you, it's not because I don't know what I'm doing. It's because I, you know, because I'll tell people like I'm in IT. I, I, you know, I, I might not be the expert on everything, but I'm pretty savvy, you know, kind of thing. So, so that's my subtle hint going. Yeah, don't ask me the dumb questions, or I'm gonna screw you. Like I'll give you like with with the, with the guys on IT. I was like, I'll give you a couple because I know that you're just trying to you're scrambling. You're trying to you're typing somebody. Hey, this is the problem. You're asking for outside help without telling me you're asking for outside help. But when it gets to a certain number, and it just be like, you know what, you guys are now now you're just wasting my time. I'm like, should I just hang up and call back and maybe get another person in a different part of the room? Because <laughs> well, right now, that's, that's always the best bet. Uh, that, that, headphones. That's the that's the next thing. That's the next best bet. It's just like if you're not satisfied with that technician, either way the way they speak, because I'm I'm telling you, some foreign accents out there. You're going, what are you saying? Can you can you slow down? You're talking way too fast for me. I'm sorry. You know, like I've done that to people. I mean, I I feel bad, but when they're talking a mile a minute because they have a script and they can read it real fast. And they have a thick accent. It's like it is difficult to like. I didn't get a word of what you just said. You know, like like please repeat that I, slower. Yeah, that happened to me, and and it was it was um, a couple letters that I was it was prominent. I was like, I don't, I don't, and I would read it back to them, and no, it's wrong. It's this. I'm like, okay, well, it sounds like that, and it was just it was, and I know that there's not nothing you could do at that moment except just kind of enjoy the ride, you know, because it's like, okay, well, I can't. I if there was like we need like an international translator, mm -hmm. you know, to be kind of to be able to help with accents or phrasings, you know, and it's 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 frustrating. And then that's the main problem. It's not like oh, you know, we're outsourcing jobs from America. It's not that. It's just to be to be able to communicate with one another is sometimes easier. That's why I would prefer we have you know a chat thing on our PCs to be able to kind of like tap into their tech support via chat. Yeah, I mean and, that's the thing. Like now, that's that's like a lot of places are, are doing now in terms of like if you go to a website, they'll have a chat box and you can do tech through there. You know, instead of doing a phone call anymore because they want to eliminate that 
you know, communication barrier because sometimes with the accent, it's hard to do. And I'd say, I'm not even saying like international. I'm th- like, sometimes it's even like national. Like I've talked to people in the South with a heavy accent and you're like, right. No, no. Yeah. I've, I've definitely hit my, my share of Southerners with a very thick Southern accent and me going, I, what? Yeah. And, you know, like, and I'm like, where are you from? <laughs> They're like, to Kentucky. And I'm like, I thought you were from somewhere else. <laughs> Not in the USA. I was... <laughs> All right. Okay, so besides our tech talk, <laughs> did you anything like did you see any movies, any watch any TV? Well, I I I finally finished um watching uh Gravity Falls. My wife's I think I mentioned this before in past shows. My wife's been watching Gravity Falls on Disney Plus and I've been you know, I've been kind of like, you, you, you know, like your, your wife's watching something and you kind of get sucked into it because now you come in and you're like, what are you watching? Oh, okay. You know, and she's like, yeah, I always wanted to see Gravity Falls, blah, blah, blah. So I was watching episodes here and there, right? So now I'm like watching, now I'm like vested. Like, you know, you're just, you're, just, <laughs> you're totally into it now. Like now my wife can't watch it until I get into the room. Like I'm all like, don't watch episodes until I, you know. <laughs> until I show up because it's like now I'm vested like now I know what got because now I know it's the last season you know and you're going well this is this is getting interesting like now I mean it's a cartoon but you're like I'm like this is fascinating because it's not like a half hour situated comedy type of thing and it kind of resets every every you know week or whatever but I'm like this right. is like an ongoing series so you're going and and, it, and it's fascinating and there was like there's all these plot points and you're you're kind of like I'm like I'm like I'm kind of in on this, you know. So so this past week the the finale we we saw the finale and I have to say like it concluded like it concluded okay like well, but I was disappointed like <laughs> that's, that's the best way I could put it. Like I'm like I'm like that's how it's gonna end. I'm like I'm like wow like that was kind of a letdown like like it was sad it was a satisfying conclusion like it's like oh okay like it's kind of like everybody's off going you know being happy and all and you're like okay but i'm like yeah i'm kind of disappointed like i wanted something more like i wanted something else (laughs) damn it i wanted something more out of this kid's cartoon (laughs) exactly (laughs) because it it came almost like it almost became like a real humanized story and you're like and you're like wow like if if you if you if you turn the kids into the into the winchesters this could be a a season of supernatural that would have been pretty pretty fascinating (laughs) we can i can slide into supernatural after you get done (laughs) (laughs) so so it was like i'm like i'm like the ride was the ride was great. I have to say, like I said at first, because I'm like, ah, it's a kiddie show, like whatever, blah blah blah. But after a while, I'm like, oh, this is kind of serious. Like, like wow, like, like yeah, some of it's kind of goofy, but you know, in the same sense, it's like it was, it was, like very, um, very. I thought it was very good. Like I thought it was very well written up until the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> to the, to like, the finale, and, you, and, you, and I'm because I'm thinking I didn't know it was the really I didn't really know it was the finale until it was over, and I'm like, oh wait, that's it? Like, I'm like, wow, like what a letdown! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, that's what it was, I guess. I don't know because like not like I can go once the next season coming out or Disney, let's start a campaign, <laughs> get, get you know right. season four of Gravity <laughs> Falls. It's like it's not gonna happen. So uh, that's that's basically um, the, that that's most of my television watching um, I've been doing. I'm trying to think of what else I've been doing. The, the the only other thing was 
I, and I and I didn't watch it. Was uh, I, I I did pick up New Mutants uh, this week. It came out. I think we said in last week's show. Right. And uh, I was like, I'm like, I'm like, I, I do want to see it. It isn't, you know, because it is kind of like a X Men or you know, uh, a world kind of uh, mutant type of thing from Fox. But you know, after the last couple of <laughs> movies. <laughs> I don't know if I can go through it, you know, and I'm like, I heard it's like a horror, uh, like a haunted house horror kind of uh, um, situation. Well, I, I, on Voodoo, I saw it, and I never actually got to see the full trailer. So, so we watched the the trailer um, for it, and it, it really, it plays out like a horror movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, okay, um, I'll. It's just something. I'm not really much of a horror fan, so I'm like, okay, well, maybe one day when Stacy's at work and I'm laying in bed doing nothing and not gaming, maybe I'll watch it. Like, maybe I'll come around to it. <clears throat> you know, I'm interested in seeing it because I'm kind of curious. Because I'm, I'm just kind of curious how they're playing it. Right. You know, I was saying. I mean, my-, my curiosity is is very high on this, and that's why I'm kind of like, I, I'd rather, I would love to to see it, but it's just like one of those type of things where. I, like like a lot of times it's like by the time I'm I'm ready to sit down and watch a movie now like lately is like after my wife goes to bed and I'm like sitting there and I'm like late it's late at night and I'm thinking no of my luck I'll watch it straight through and then have like nightmares because <laughs> it's gonna be like I'm like because I'm like but am I gonna have nightmares because it's scary because it was horrible like <laughs> that's, that's my that's my dilemma. <laughs> Well, it, it's it's. Did you see anything else, or did you watch anything else? No, no. That was like I said. That was that was basically uh, that was it. I mean, like I I've been I, my like my 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 normal is like a lot of YouTube and like GI Joe. Like I've been watching the the constant stream of GI Joe live on uh, from the Hasbro channel on YouTube. So like it's gotcha. kind of like mindless entertainment that way. And then um, I started watching. I got five minutes in, and then I turned it off. For the holiday special, the Lego, like... I watched that. Did you watch the whole thing? <laughs> I watched the whole thing. All right. I, 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 I got five minutes in, and I'm like... And I'm like, I don't know if it was... It's not like I didn't like it, because I was like, it wasn't really enough to say, yeah, this is, not, this is terrible, and I'm not watching it. But it was just like... I just wasn't in the mood. Like, like I'm like... Gotcha. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to sit down and... and, and muster through it but i'm like i'm like yeah it's not today (laughs) i i watched it it was cute is the best way i could put it i'm a little irritated by something that happened in it that irked me mm -hmm. um i don't want to spoil it for you so i'm I'm gonna you know let it go (laughs) but i mean it was it was it was cutesy. It was exactly what a Lego holiday special should be. Um, there was just one little hiccup in the entire thing that made me kind of irritated. And I'll let you – well, you probably – since you saw the first five minutes of it, I could probably talk about it. Um, well, you, can, you can spoil it, it away. It's not going to affect my uh, my viewing of okay. it. Okay. It's, it's Ray teaching Finn how to use a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which – lays to the theory that Finn was also very force sensitive because of how he was in in the movies. Right. Um now granted the first movies episode 7 you can kind of feel that way, you know, it, it felt that way that he could possibly be a potential Jedi mm-hmm. at the point. Um they didn't touch much on the second movie and they totally didn't go anywhere near it on the third movie. You know, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. 
so when they open up the the holiday special with Ray teaching Finn how to use the lightsaber or feel the force with the blaster and the th- basically what Obi-Wan did with Luke in episode 4 you know i was like oh, okay so they're they're making Finn force sensitive canon yeah okay okay and that and that's fine good that's great however they use it pretty much as a launch point for Ray and her journey again they don't really ever ever really go back to that. It really is more as a setup. There, it's um, I want to say it's the uh, the it's the um, uh, the MacGuffin of the episode. Oh, really? Right. It's her going. She here it is. The plot is that she thinks that she's not a good teacher to Finn. He she can't understand why she's not able to teach him. Rather, you know, and like that, there must be a problem. So she goes to a planet, and on that planet, she finds this thing that helps that breaks through time and space. And she goes on this mini adventure throughout all the Star Wars movies, being chased. And it's it's like this cutesy kind of thing where she goes back in the past. She lands on Tatooine with young Luke Skywalker, where the joke is, you know, like <clears throat> she says, "Master Luke," and Vader. It stands up because, like, my son. Oh, I mean, my what two sons are on this planet? Like, it's <laughs> it's you know, like set up a punchline. Like, and I don't mind that. Like, there's a cute Han, young Han, old Han joke. It, it's cute. Like, but to me, it's like this whole setup of Ray going through. It's basically there's the lesson is what life day should really mean about and something that I'm sure never got hammered at all in the. <laughs> the episode, what do you call it, the live action one we saw. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, they didn't even, I'll be honest, I mean, I felt like it was a kind of missed opportunity, but they didn't really even touch on any of the original one. You know, no jokes about the original one, which I felt like was a missed opportunity, but maybe there was, you know, if, if, if <laughs> Disney's not saying it's canon, I guess. <laughs> I just, it just kind of irritated me. Like, you, you spend, this moment, I, I feel there's, I feel there's a, a dark clause in the uh, the Lucas uh, Disney agreement that says l- l- bury the holiday special at all costs. It doesn't exist. You can't release it on a Blu-ray, you know, on a whim to make money, you know, kind of thing. Right. It can't be talked about. You can't use it for you know it's it's gonna it's gonna be one of those mandela effect things that we're gonna talk about in years from now like remember the holiday star wars holiday special and they're gonna be like oh yeah the lego one no no the live action one where it was just han luke and this first introduced boba fett in a cartoon people are like i don't know what you're talking about that never existed and you and i gonna be like no i swear i saw it i have it i have it <laughs> like i own it i own a copy <laughs> you know Lu- lucas st- only stipulations like you can use the life day and that's it like you can't use any of the storyline you can't use any of the characters right. you know like other than the you know the original star wars cast you know that is it you know like type of thing like like i'm i'm, I'm thinking that it was probably like a, like two months of debating back and forth and right. he's like come on we can release it blah 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 you know kind of thing and maybe fox owned it or whatever and fox is like no we're not we're not releasing right it, you know type of thing it's like and that's why disney bought fox it's like right you we find out disney bought fox so they can bury the the holiday special <laughs> for lucas <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so I, I saw the holiday special. I mean, I, like I said, I thought it was cute. Just that one little thing kind of irritated me because I felt like if you're gonna if you're gonna make that a canon thing, it should be it should hold a little bit more weight mm-hmm. than just as a MacGuffin to propel Ray's story, which wasn't much of a story anyway. It was it was. But again, it's a Lego theme show, so I can't expect deep meaningful stuff. I mean, my favorite Lego movie is Batman Lego. So I mean, take that for what it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Like, like the Batman, the Batman Lego Batman move took it to a direction that was like so perfect that it made it funnier and enjoyable to to a lot. You know, like because I'm like I'm like when I first saw it, it was just like I'm like uh, you know like you were like this is the best Batman movie of <laughs> all time, and I'm like I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> it was highly entertaining because I'd seen it a couple times, and I'm like. I, I'm like I'm like I appreciate it more because it's like, you know, it's like it's not my Batman. You know, <laughs> your arms are folded. You're like, this is not my Batman. I mean, you, but you, but you like you kind of let go and you go and I get the humor now. Like I I I I kind of get that it's a it's it's more of a uh, a par not a parody I guess but a a uh, um a play on Batman that it just makes it more funnier than than what you know when than what right. you really think it is you know it's like, like it it's it's like if the people who made airplane made a batman movie yeah exactly yeah you know and it's, it's and like it, okay it's a batman movie but it makes fun of itself so you're like all right i i get and i appreciated it more you know the more i watched it i was like you know i i i get where they were going now like i understand now like like where where this was you know like in in the whole scheme of things especially when you after you watch enough lego movies you're going yeah, I get their humor now, <laughs> and right. it's funny. It is funny, so it's it, it's enjoyable to watch. But uh, as as far as the you know, like that's the thing. Like I, I when I was watching the first five minutes of it, because I was like, I, I actually I was getting off of at, at watching the last episode, uh, the most recent episode of the Mandalorian, and you know, and I was like, you know, you get in that Star Wars kind of groove, and you watch five minutes of that, and you're going, yeah, this is not what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about it. You, you. So it's the most recent one yes. that you watched. Yes. Okay. Um, what you think? I mean, I, I, the 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 more episodes I watch, the more I'm loving the show. Like more and more, like the season two, like like because I'm like 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 the season, the second episode where people are up in arms about the, the baby Yoda eating the eggs. And then it kind of continued on in episode three. And then you're watching this episode. You, you, you like, I'm getting more excited. Like it's, it's just like, cause I, you know what the next one is. Like it's, 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 you're, you're waiting for Ahsoka Tana. Like a lot of the fans that know who Ahsoka Tana is, wants to see this especially rosario dawson playing the character you're you're getting like super hyped over this you know type of thing right it, it does very feel very fan servicey yes but i mean uh, like, and i'm not and i'm loving it i don't get me wrong i mean i thought baby yoda was exceptionally cute and bratty which is you know let's face it i mean <laughs> like i it's, it's he's he's a brat yeah he is a he is a brat and no one can stop him because he'll force choke a bitch <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing that's what makes it more funny because I started I started laughing hysterically at probably something that was stupid in the whole thing because it made me think of last week's show when you were talking about Baby Yoda and how much of a what would you would you call him a 
a devil, a demon, or a devil. Oh, he, he he is he's evil incarnate. He's even, chaos incarnate. Yes, he is. He's the eater of worlds. Yes. Because <laughs> there's a scene where they're where the the adults have to talk, and they put the child in a classroom, <laughs> and it's protocol droids teaching. I don't know. I forget what it was. I think it's about constellation or something like that. I wasn't really you know paying attention to what he was doing. But the child is sitting there, and of course, all the kids are like all excited because it's this little cute little baby, you know, kind of thing. And the, the 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 this guy, this kid who's sitting next to him, she's eating a cookie of some kind. Looks like right. a cookie. I don't know. It could have been anything in the Star Wars universe, but it was a it was a blue cookie. Right. It it, it looks like a um, a, a blue dyed um like a uh, a macaroon. Stacy just said a macaroon. A yeah. blue macaroon. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's what it did it looked exactly what, what you know i describe it and you know that you hear the baby like you know and he he does the gesturing like like huh like like can like, i huh? can I'm i get some... come on give it to me give me, me I, come on can I have some give of that the, the big googly eyes like oh okay. <laughs> uh, and the and the kid the kid's like no right and then he ends up looking the other way and the next thing you know the cookie is in baby yoda's hands and he's enjoying the cookie and i started laughing hysterically <laughs> i'm like there is no stopping this little monster here, here okay. what they don't do is they don't paint the aftermath of that scene because you know there's an aftermath because he, baby yoda basically does a hey what's that over there and the kid looks and he force pulls the the cookies over to him so you're going to tell me that kid didn't stir some shit like like there, there's yeah, no, there's no resolution of the kid going. What the hell? I just said no, teacher. Black. Like, like I just because they're kids, you stole the cookies. That kid's gonna get mad and want to start some shit. Be like, hey, this little punk ass bitch just came, sat down, and took my cookies. He asked if he wanted one. I said no, and he took them anyway. And let me at him. <laughs> and you can just see your little the, the child just kind of standing there going goo goo gaga, force choke him. Kid dead. Like, <laughs> like, or like, pick the kid up and just throw him across the room because apparently he can do that too, you know. Like in my head, why don't you just kind of do the "you want to give me these cookies" thing with his hand? <laughs> like, <laughs> but no, he had to be kind of a dick. Baby Yoda is a dick. <laughs> I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm saying it now. I don't get me wrong. I love him. He's adorable, but he's a dick. Just. <laughs> You know, I mean, and he and and in the end, you know, <laughs> when they're flying around, he's like, "Hold on, kid!" And the kid's like, "Woo!" Like he's on a roller coaster with his arms up. Woo! <laughs> 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 I, I I really enjoyed the episodes. I thought they were very funny. I thought it, it's. But, I think they 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 found a nice group groove. <laughs> but the the thing that gets me is is that this is this is kind of I wish I wish the the sequels after the original trilogy then the last three movies that we got were like this. I mean, especially like the the they go to this base because they have to destroy it. That's the whole promise of this episode, you know, this week. Because uh, he he goes back to his friends on I forget what, uh, what the planet was and I and I'm that's uh, it's just because I got so much in my brain I'm I'm not thinking straightly, but they they so he gets repairs for his razor crest from the previous episode because it was destroyed and the mind calamari. Let me before I go any further, the baby in the hole in the portal. <laughs> 
That to me was great. You see Mandalorian look through this little hole because the baby can fit in there. And he's like, take the red wire and put it where the blue wire was. And take the blue wire and put the red wire. And the kid's like him, <laughs> him trying to explain it to him. And you and the best part about it is you know where that joke's gonna end. <laughs> you know it. Yes. You know exactly you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know how that joke how that, that setup where the natural end is him, that little son of a bitch putting those two wires together. You know it's coming. You know it is because that's the joke. And <laughs> they, they, they they pull on that taffy just long enough and tease you a little bit with it he's doing the looky lose of like as this one what's this one like <laughs> i kind of understand he, what you're like, saying he's like the blue one yeah yeah that one now put it <laughs> put it where the red one was like you 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 pulled that out though don't put it back where it was and he puts it back where it was he's like no 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 don't do that like it's just it's, to me that like that's like the like, perfect thing it's like it's like you know it's like it's so frustrating because because you because let's again it's like a tech thing you like like you try to explain it and the person on the other end's like not getting it, and I'm like, and I'm like, I don't know how to do this. Like, I, I really don't. Like, like <laughs> this is what you do. You take the blue one and fly that. And it's like, it's a, it's an ear thing. It's like, I wish I could just reach through and, and do it myself to to, right. to save me all this aggravation, but I can't. So I have to go through this. So you see the baby, and he's like, ah, ah, ah. and of course the girl, you, he's like, don't like a couple times, don't push those together. You'll get a, you'll get a jolt, you'll get a charge, you know, kind of thing. And eventually, that's what he does. <laughs> and it's just like it's great. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, like I'm like, this is like the perfect like amount of comedy, you know, like kind of stuff. But I mean, like watching the 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 chase scene, there was a there was a scene where. Uh, the heroes are getting away and they're trying to get to this town and they're trying to get away from the space and they're riding in this car and all these speeder bikes they're like on the top of a cliff comes shooting out of the thing and coming down this mountain like it's like it's uh-huh. like these biker gangs are, are are jumping down this cliff on a bike to to get to chase after them and like two of them smash into each other because they miss a rock or they hit something and they you know, they collide against it. There's an explosion and one barely escapes. And now three of them are only chasing, uh, after, after this, the, you know, the vehicle. And it's, it was, to me, it was like, like, like it was so exciting to watch it. You know, it was like, it's like watching it, a movie. It, it's, it's, it's the way I feel about it is John Favreau. Cause he's created the whole thing. You know, he brought us Iron Man, Lion King, you know, he's, he's a, a genius elf for yeah. since holiday, but he seems to have made, the Star Wars movies that we all want Star Wars to be. Yeah. You know, like it's fun, it's got humor, it's got action, it's got a compelling storyline. I and 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 also too, like I feel like that they kind of now like here you are in you know like four episodes, three episodes into season 2 and you finally realize what the baby is so why the kid is so important. You know, because of project M. And I'm like Oh, I know what that M means. You sons of bitches! You're gonna, you're really, you're. Du- it's not like you're, you're not doubling down on the midichlorians, but you're, you're definitely holding that to like, okay, it's part of canon. How can I find a way to use that to make a plot that people will be okay with? Because Lucas didn't do a good job of explaining it in episode one. Right. You know, like they, that that doctor explained it so easily about. And you could tell, and it also kind of 
supported Snoke and and the theories of Episode Seven. For those people who don't know, I mean, it's, it's, if you haven't seen Episode Seven, why why even listen to the show? Um, <laughs> but it, or I'm sorry, Episode Nine. You know, um, it's it's has to do with clones mm-hmm. and creating force sensitive clones, and that's where the blood comes. It's like Favreau wrote and created something that supports midichlorians and the cloning process. Two of the things that get people the most pissed off about at the moment, and f- finds a way to kind of gently explain it so you can go oh now it kind of all makes sense Mm -hmm. that what's his face you know moth we got moth gideon is basically trying to create force sensitive clones and if you look kind of closely to the things that are there it almost looks like snoke which is supposed to be palpatine Mm. you know so you in this brief little moment it's like Oh, Favreau, you mad scientist genius, you. Because you, you, you son of a bitch, you did it. Like, I, I'm not a big fan of the midichlorians, but you know what? Because I didn't, I didn't buy it. Like, I was supposed to be all around us and everything, and it builds and shapes us, and I, it makes it feel like more of a religious thing than a science thing. But now that we have this moment in the show, it makes me kind of go, oh, okay, I get it. That's why the kid's important because he because he's very force sensitive, and I don't know how Moff Gideon knows that, but he wants they're using his blood, and apparently there's like somebody else makes it sound like I'm like uh, maybe that other person was Palpatine, you know, mm-hmm. like it makes it makes me feel like okay, well, are you going to try to bring as crazy as it sounds? Are you going to try to bring Palpatine into the storyline in some way, shape, or form to help to help solidify what happens in Episode Nine? Like, are are you really going to try to pull that off? Because that almost sounds like could be a plausible fact. And again, I'm talking on my ass because I'm just, you know, thinking out loud here. Yeah. But I'm like, it it seems very like, well, Favreau, he's such a fan. And what do you call it? Um, Dave Filoni is also a huge fan, too, of this whole Star Wars thing. So of, of the whole mythology and stuff. So he could very well help paint the... The, here, this is what I think Lucas was trying to do. Let's see if we can pull it off. Because mm-hmm. if we can pull it off, it it legitimizes what happens in episode one and what happens in episode nine. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm, I'm you know what? I, and I also think Jurassic Park's a bad idea, but I'll go with you on this ride. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll go to the park. <laughs> like, yeah, like, okay. I'm I'm definitely one of those like yeah, but first it's like oohs and ahs, and then they're just running and screaming. Like, <laughs> like I'm definitely like all right, I'll go on that ride. Sure, I don't agree with it, and I think it's crazy, and I think you're it's insane. But where's my seatbelt? Because <laughs> I'll go on that ride. <laughs> so I I I, I, I do you have anything more? Do you want to do anything else you'd like to add about the Mandalorian? Um. If, as you said, like you, you. I mean, I, that's the thing. Like, like the 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 previous episode, you you got the information about Ahsoka Tano, uh, you know, like to find him, and you figured that this was the episode. And a lot of people were kind of stating that online, were saying like, "Now you're not going to see her next week. Like, it's not going to be the next week you're going to get her." I mean, it, it would have been awesome, but this. this well, I mean, go ahead. yeah, well, you can, it, it helps when you know that the the titles of the episodes. Mm. Because apparently next week's episode, spoiler, is called The Jedi. Mm. So people are surmising that that's when you're going to see her is in next week's episode. 
Maybe. <sighs> Who knows? We could be a different Jedi. <laughs> Who knows? I don't care. It's it's enjoyable. I, I'm 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 in. I'm I'm all in on on the Mandalorian. Um, I I really like what they're doing. Yeah, they're definitely <laughs> going the right direction with it. So, so what about you? I mean, what have you been up to? Uh... I've actually been consuming a lot of entertainment this week because besides the Mandalorian, um, I started what November twentieth midnight. I was glued to Hulu because the new season of Animaniacs, the relaunch. Oh, started. crap! That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been I, I haven't been I didn't binge watch because I'll be honest I for the show the show's enjoyable I get my laughs in it at chuckles and it's it's always been meta you know in fact they use that as a joke um, but it's it's enjoyable I'm I'm loving it but I'm also kind of like drinking it like fine wine like I'm I'm taking my time I'm going okay well I can get two episodes in it's only I believe thirteen episodes. So I'm like, all right, that's fine. I'm gonna, you know, dip my toe in a little bit here, get my ankle wet, you know, like I'm I'm enjoying it. So like I think I'm like four episodes in. I like it. I'm enjoying it. I highly recommend if you're an Animaniacs fan, watch it. Um, it isn't. It's not exactly like it was back in the day. But then again, we're not exactly like who we were back in the day. Yeah. I mean, it's been 22 years since the show was on the air. So now I'm like, all right, well, a lot of things have changed, and they address it. So. <laughs> <laughs> which makes it funny um so i recommend that then i'm trying to think we because we watched i don't know we were thumbing through okay i, I, I you have to go on a ride with me Ed. okay stacy was looking at a meme on facebook and it was a meme that if you saw these things it tra- traumatized you as a child and it has these four images and I believe that the image was, and it was it was confirmed, it was from a movie, Return to Oz. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Now, okay. Now, I I never saw the movie, but I know what Feruza Balak looks like, and I know she never really has changed much as a child to as an adult. Mm-hmm. You know, so I knew that that was her, and I'm like, the only movie I know that she was that young in was Return to Oz, and it was it was it was correct, you know, because Stacy looked it up, and I don't know, she's never saw that one. So like she feels like she kind of missed out on that traumatization of, of a child, <laughs> I guess you kind of say. I, I miss, I'm missing out on the trauma. <laughs> Let's go watch it now. <laughs> well, it, ironically enough, it is on Disney Plus. Okay. All right. I, I missed However, that trauma in my life. So, I'm, I'm the, the, oh, people are missing. Oh, you don't. You're you're going too fast, son. Also, <laughs> we gotta we gotta we gotta we gotta we gotta explore this a little bit because that was the weirdest statement I've ever. <laughs> I missed out on my trauma when I was a kid. Let's watch it now. The traumatization as a child. Yes. What I mean is. There is something in everybody's lives that we saw as a kid that we think is kind of innocent or has affected us in certain ways. I believe on certain, it's, um, what do you call it, the horse in never-ending story getting killed off by getting stuck in the mud or and and the kid having like You remember, you saw yeah, never-ending story, yeah, right? of course I have. I saw okay. Return to Oz, too. I've seen all the traumas. <laughs> so, and I so, turned out not okay. <laughs> Right, so there's these moments in our lives where you go, oh my god, like, um, 
where were you when Jr. got shot? Yeah. You know, that's that's the thing. Where were you where, you know, Lu- Lu- Vader announced that he was Luke's father? Like, these moments of, like, holy shit, I can't believe that fucking happened. Right. And apparently, the Return of Oz movie is so bizarre and so weird and so kind of fucked up that it, it tra- traumatized some kids. It's supposed to be a kid's movie, but these creatures are so weird and so odd-looking that it, you know, people were freaked out by it. Mm-hmm. Kids were. I never saw the movie. I think it, I forget what year it was. I think we, 85, because mm-hmm. Stacy and I, Stacy and I deep-dived on it. Right to try to find like information about it, mm-hmm. because Feruza it looks like she's ten, mm-hmm. maybe, and it's supposed to be a sequel to the Wizard of Oz movie with um what's her face uh, Judy Garland, mm-hmm. and Judy Garland's not ten; she's a full fledged teenager, like seven, sixteen, seventeen years old. So it's kind of hard to imagine the two of them being like a, a sequel to another movie when you go backwards. The kid, the actor goes backwards in time. So that made me look up like, OK, well, I know that there was, I think, like almost a dozen Oz books and that she actually was 10 in the first book. Mm-hmm. But they obviously aged her up to you know suit the Judy Garland stuff. Makes sense. I'm like, OK, fine, whatever. You know, and it, that it kind of stopped there. The reason why it stopped there is because of the, the said the traumatization of of our childhood. I, Stacy felt like she missed out on that one, but she has one that every time she brings it up, no one knows what she's talking about. All right, mm-hmm. and all she kept saying was that there was this moment. It was a kid um, in a bed, and there was this black ink, and it was sucking a person in. And I, I'm like, okay, and I, of course, you know, I. I google key phrases and i find the movie right mm. okay the this, movie this, is called the page master no 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 it's a cartoon little nemo adventures in slumberland yeah i, I can tell by your deafening silence that you have no idea what i'm talking about mm. yeah <laughs> okay that, that one you got me on. that that, tra- that trauma i missed let's watch it now because <laughs> she 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 said it kind of it's because it's it's an older movie and she saw it when she was a kid and it freaked her it scared the shit out of her so right away it's like well, I want to watch it now because she wants to relive that moment I, I in in her head and I've never seen it I'm like okay Stacy wanted to know if it was as creepy as she remembers it mm-hmm. you know so I'm like okay well let's find out and sure as shit it's on Google it's on Amazon Prime. So we watch it, and it's a fucked up movie, but not scary fucked up. I mean, if you're a kid, I could definitely see why you'd be up at night one screaming in the middle of the night in the cold sweat, mm-hmm. you know, because there's some weird shit happening to it. It's it's like, so I start looking, you know, right away, I'm, I'm, I'm more interested in the history of why this movie, like, because it's based on a, a, a comic strip from like the early 1900s. No, you know, and there you can kind of tell because there's certain, I'm going to say, ethnic caricatures that are in some of these characters that are played by like their waiters, waiters, waitresses. It's very, very, it's not over the top, but it's subtle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, why they obviously look like they're supposed to represent a certain generation of people who, you know, who are in the service industry, you know. 
Um, I'm like, okay, well, since 1900, it explains maybe the the undertone of racism that's in it, <laughs> you know, um, and how it looked like too that it wasn't really the movie kind of takes this comic. Remember, like when they try to make a movie from a comic book or a comic strip, but they need a plot, you know? Yeah. It look it looks like they kind of took the comic strip. Like they and got made Ziggy a- and they go, we need to make a story out of this. <laughs> yes. So let's take let's take this strip, this strip, this strip, this strip, and see if they what, what did they all have in common? Well, okay, it's it's Little Nemo, and it's in Slumberland because most of the most of the comic strip takes place while he's in, in a dreamland in Slumberland while he's dreaming. Always ends up with him waking up in bed, kind of thing. Uh-huh. You know, and and you're going <clears throat> and the the black ooze. It basically becomes down to like he's dreaming. The the king of Slumberland appoints him to be in charge when I guess whenever the whenever the king decides to die I guess um, because he also has a daughter too that he completely ignores because back in the day it's you know I'm only boys can lead I guess you know so I and it was never really alluded that you're gonna marry my kid you're gonna marry my daughter one day you it wasn't alluded to that because they're like children like seven eight nine years old mm-hmm. so and of course the king, it's the old classic, I'm going to give you this responsibility, but not all the responsibility because you can't handle enough because you need to be brave and true and all the blah, 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 and you're too young to do that. But then there's a, um, a character played by Mickey Rooney. Um, oh, what the hell's his name? <laughs> you know. Uh, it's voiced by Mickey Rooney. Um, and the character's name's Flip. Uh, and also, Rene Arjabaj, the Odo from Deep Space Nine is in it too, mm-hmm. as a as a voice. But Mickey Rooney is like he's like second on the card because everyone knows Mickey <laughs> Rooney's voice, <laughs> and he plays kind of like this mischievous character who clearly isn't like. Um, you know, there's always one character who's like the bad character, and yet the kid, for whatever reason, gets talked into doing stupid shit with this character. This character. Mm-hmm. And it winds up it winds up causing a calamity and someone usually winds up getting killed because of it. Right. <laughs> it's kind of what happens here. Spoilers. That Flip talks the kid into unlocking this door which holds the nightmare land. And they get scared. He leaves the door open and it winds up the, the nightmare part is that black inky stuff that kidnap that grabs the king and, and pulls him away, which is what Stacy was alluding to as a child. I and the, the movie itself, not good. It's just not good. Like, I felt like it's in the era of, ca- of cartoon movies where, like, it only adults would appreciate this movie because they knew of the comic, the comic strip. But it's like the people who liked Adventures of Tintin. Like, I didn't know that movie. I didn't know that strip existed because it's 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 you know over in England. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I watched the movie, I didn't. I why I enjoyed the movie, I didn't connect with it because I don't know the comic strip. You know, here I felt like no one identified with this comic strip, so I don't understand how this movie even got fucking made because it's all over the place. It's kind of disjointed into cuts, and there's not no there's no real defined plot other than this kid goes to Slumberland, which isn't really. You have to kind of figure that part out for yourself. Because it's never really planted. You know, he goes to sleep, and next thing you know, there's clowns and there's elephants. And it's, 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 imagine Alice in Wonderland, except the bad trip version. Huh. But that's a good 
like like it, it's it's just this bizarre fucked up movie and you go how who greenlit this like I feel like it's one of those movies that someone was like hey look there's a new Disney movie coming out oh shit we gotta think of something along too what do we got well we don't have anything because we don't make an animation studios but it's also drawn and animated by the people who do like you know the old Japanese anime movies you know if that made sense no I'm, I'm yeah I'm watching it now Oh, you're watching it now. Ed's, Ed's legitimately watching a movie as you're doing a show. <laughs> well, see, I'm, I'm facing my TV. Like, I'm all set up like, right. like we normally do. But then I'm, I'm thinking, so I'm like, well, let me see this. Because I'm like, this sounds familiar. Like, the more you're telling me the okay. story, I'm like, I'm like, I think I've seen this. And then I'm like, I well, have never seen it. And I'm like watching this and I'm like. I I kind of remember this because there's a lot of times. Are you are you, are you feeling the trauma? No, I, I, <laughs> okay. I wasn't traumatized then because this was made. Was yeah, this? we were teenagers, I think. Yeah, I out. think I think it was one of those movies. Eighty nine. You know, when I seen it, it was enough for me to remember. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you saying? Well, I was thinking. It was, I think it was like I think it was like sixteen, seventeen when this came out. So I was like, we. we oh, we, oh we, yeah, that's right. You are younger than I am. I was nineteen. Yeah. it's eighty nine. Yes, yeah, so I so I was seventeen then when it, when it, when it came out. So I mean, I remember seeing this because it was like, it, it was something I forget. I forget somebody brought it or something like that. Got you know, it was like a VHS copy of it, and we're watching this, and and I'm like, this is stupid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I, like, I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, I'm like, people like because we we thought like people in Japan were fucked up like that. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was that was all you could think of because it was a Japanese anime type of, of, of thing. Yeah, it's a Japanese anime type style, but it's based on an American comic strip. Yeah, and and you and you're and you're going, yeah, I, I I'm like I don't know the comic strip at all, but like you 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 watch this and you're going, yeah, I don't, I don't know where they fucking like, like like I, I always think like like there there's something demented, you know, kind of thing. Now I know Ray Bradbury is somewhere in, involved with this. Yes, yes. I, the, there are some names that got dropped in the opening credits, and I was like, Ray Bradbury. Like, oh no wonder why it's so fucking weird. And, th- and, that, <laughs> and, that, and that's that's what you have to associate that with. Like like I, I, I as soon as I like I was like watching the credits as you're talking about it, Bradbury name came up, and I'm like. Oh yeah. <laughs> there was there was there was somebody else before Ray Bradbury. And see now I, I'm I gotta look because uh, I was even I was like wait oh Chris Columbus yes he Chris, wrote the screenplay he, yes, Chris, Chris Columbus is the guy who brought it Home Alone the first Harry Potter movie he directed the first Harry Potter movie he didn't you know write it but uh, it, I'm sitting there going that Chris Columbus mm-hmm. that Ray Bradbury yeah. Oh shit! Like I was like, wow. No wonder why I was like, it's probably why I got made because Ray Bradbury, you know, at the time, eighties, he was, it was all real big with Dianetics and all that stuff. It was a big. He was a big, strong. It was before Scientology. Yeah. It's. I would say it's almost the, the. His Dianetics book around the eighties, because I kept seeing commercials for it all the time, is what helped launch Scientology. So it it well, definitely actually like, Scientology yeah. was L. Ron Hubbard was he he was the writer. Of, oh, you're right, uh, you're right. I got L. Ron Hubbard and Ray Bradbury mixed up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> Ray, 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 Ray Bradbury, Ray Bradbury, <laughs> Ray Bradbury was ready for uh, Fahrenheit 451, uh, right. The Washington Chronicles, The Illustrated Man. Uh. 
You know, the, those kind of books. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Came from outer space. Those are the stories Ray Bradbury did, not that yes. guy. Which, which technically, man. which yes. you know what, Sean, you're not half wrong. <laughs> if you if you if you read Dianetics, they they I think I think I think he stole Ray Bradbury's work. You know, <laughs> I think I think he read Ray Bradbury and going, hey, I can make this for a religion. Uh. Oh boy, you can tell it's been a rough week. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we watched that movie. Um also too supernatural ended, Ed. Yes. Um okay, I can't give too much spoilers because I know my sister listens and I don't know if my sister watched the very last episode. So I have to be very careful about what I say here. Yeah, because you, yeah, right. you've got to be careful because the last time the last time your sister, I think, mentioned the show or whatever, she is still way behind on the shows, but she's right. She's now she's now listening to the newer ones. She's, she's kind of she's I don't understand why she decided to do this, but OK, she's going backwards. She's going from like she'll listen to the most current episode, but then she'll also go back into ep- like it's like oh I'm listening to th- episode three hundred, and then two weeks later it's like I'm listening to episode two ninety five, and it's like I don't understand why she's going backwards because I figure like, but whatever. Hey, you know what? You know what? They're- it's it's each his own, and I thank you for listening. Like, thank thank you like, for thank you for for taking the time to download our show and enjoying I, it. I was gonna say it doesn't really matter how you listen to the show because they're all kind of separate in its of itself. I do think that somehow it is yeah, one of those. Things we really we, don't remember what we said last week. That's true, but there are moments where I go, I think we talked about this on the show in the past, mm-hmm. and then we kind of give like a brief synopsis, and then I feel like there's going to be a moment where she's going to listen to that episode and go, oh, now I understand that joke because I had to listen to this episode first yeah, kind of thing. <laughs> but and I know there's some people out there who maybe might not have seen the series finale of Supernatural. I don't, Ed, are you one of those people? Yeah, I've not caught up to, to- – I, I want to. I'm 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 still a few seasons behind, and I'm like one day I'm going to sit down and and binge watch it out. You know, I'm I'm actually thinking about taking some time off. And <laughs> I enjoyed that series. I mean, that's a really good series. Like like I I was never even like some of the. And I have to say because not every not every episode was good. I'm, I'm oh know, not you, not every episode's good. Not no. every season's good. No, I no. feel like they're the first five years were great, and then after. I, the way I always felt like after season five, I always felt like at any given moment this, this, sh- this show could be canceled. Right. I, I always felt like it was on borrowed time after season five, and that's not that's not a, that's not a bad run. That's a hundred episodes plus. Right. You know, and most shows that's and, what you get is five seasons generally. You know, anyway, seven, five right. to seven. Right. Right. And then when it starts getting to seven and eight years and nine years and then ten years and then they're they're talking about like when the when the president they had a new president of cw come on and he's like one of my favorite shows is supernatural i'm never going to get rid of that show and i'm going to let them well i'm going to let them decide when they're done right and you're like holy shit this show could go on forever you know if they wanted to and then after about like i think after a couple years of that then they're like you know what we think we're going to stop at like episode 300 or whatever like they just kind of 15 years is a goddamn good run for any show yeah let let alone a show, a genre show at that, because. Well, but that's the thing, like like that that is really unheard of in today's standards. I mean, like back in the '60s and '70s. I mean, there was like like I've I've done like you know TV history to look you know at some things, 
and some things have gone on for for like like uh, the rifleman and wagon train and some of these were right. like like a good almost decade you know kind of thing. I mean you don't get those anymore. Like those those kind of shows are so rare, you know. Kind of thing. Like well, I think Mash. Well, well, like in comparison, I mean, for for okay, Doctor Who is a good example. Mm. Doctor Who's been on for fifty years, but not fifty straight years. Right. But it's considered a genre, so it's science fiction and fantasy. A lot of those shows don't get that. That's why Doctor Who was off the air for like a good 10, 20 years time because no one was going back to it. And that's not taking away anything with Doctor Who. It's 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 a juggernaut. But America doesn't have really anything to compare it to mm-hmm. the closest we had at one point was would be smallville because that lasted 10 years mm-hmm. you know or or x files which did 11 years but but as far as to go 15 years i mean you're looking i mean now it's, it's it's you know small time compared to like let's say law and order svu but for a genre or a sci-fi fantasy show to go 15 years on not a primetime network that's I mean, they—they—that's a, a ceiling that got smashed through after when they announced season eleven. Mm-hmm. You know, it became the longest-running TV show on that channel because until then it was Smallville at ten seasons. So it there's a lot of there's a lot of meat on that bone, and to 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 go fifteen years, it's it's the question begs like, how do you end that, like? Because it's, it's so specific, and because of this kind of show, it could go anywhere, almost. You know, so I, I again, without spoiling it, I know some people were upset, some people were angry. I'm not gonna lie, Ed, I rolled a few tears. Um, yeah, I know. But I, but ultimately, I was, I was, I was satisfied. Okay. I felt like I felt like the show ended on its own terms it had the outcome where i was i was as a as a viewer who's watched the show for 15 years was okay with you know i was like okay you know what very rarely do you get the ending that you think i mean let's face it i don't think a show ever ends the way you want it to end because if you did you'd never want it to end in the first place right so you, you kind of have to come with terms that a show's ending and you hope that they kind of at least satisfy, give you enough of a satisfaction of an ending so that, you know, you can then be able to move, I guess, I'm going to say, like, move on from that. Because, um, I mean, let's face it, there's 15 years, like, there's, um, Stacy was noticing um, one of her friend's kids who's, how old is? Sydney. How, Sydney Sydney's 10. So there's 10-year-old girl went through boxes of Kleenex apparently, you know, but that shows all that girl knew. Mm-hmm. Like she's 10 show was, she was, she was on five years before she was even born, you know? So that's her whole childhood, you know? And, and as for me, I mean, it's 15 years out of my life, but 15 years out of my sisters, my mom used to watch it with us. Like it was like a Thursday night thing, Smallville and Supernatural. So that was a kind of a of a of a moment for for me and my family. Mm-hmm. So there was like there is those kind of emotions that come through, like on the surface, going, I can't believe it's ending. Wow, so many good times. Like and not being able to watch it the Thursday night because of not having cable. I know that it airs Friday on the CW app, but I also have a 
I was afraid of spoilers. So I actually found it as a, on, on the fire stick as I think some a, a channel in Canada was airing it. So I watched it that night, that Thursday night after it was all done, like after <clears throat> that night. And I was like, I was, you know, I was like, <laughs> I can't, I wasn't like crying like a little baby. There is definitely was, I was rolling some tears, <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't like, I oh. bet you're crying like a bitch. <laughs> I know I, we're not. No, it wasn't Niagara Falls, Frankie. It was definitely like a. All right, wait, you know, wait, like, what did what did you cry more at? <laughs> I cry more at the Pinky in the Brain Christmas special than I did at the series finale of Supernatural. All right, if we have to, if we have to go on cry levels, it's not. Um, it's amazing. It's, not, it's amazing. You knew I was going. Because <laughs> I would say that that is the the epitome of me being like super sappy, crying my eyes out over something stupid and ridiculous as a as a cartoon, let alone a half hour cartoon. But and 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 that has more. It's what's weird is that has more of an emotional impact on me than a, than the show that I used to watch with my mother who passed and my sister <laughs> like <laughs> you know so what's that say about me <laughs> I was so emotionally distanced that I relate to two laboratory mice and human beings what the hell <laughs> so so like and, and then I knew that they had like an hour special like you know called The Road So Far where it's like hey before we give you the series finale we're going to have an hour dedicated to talking about doing a show for 15 years mm. and I watched that last night on the CW app and it was it was interesting it was fun you know and it was kind of like there was I think a couple of tidbits I was like oh okay I get it now like not oh I get it now like as if I didn't get it but I thought it was funny and humorous and eye opening I'm like alright well so I recommend if you haven't seen it watch that too but watching it um I don't think watching it first would have mattered because they didn't give you any spoilers or anything like that. But watching it second made me feel like it was like an, an extra, a special feature on a DVD. Right. Well, here, here's, yeah, a which, question, here's a question for, I don't think it's going to spoil anything. Could you watch the, if you've seen enough episodes to know who they are and, you know, and, and, and enjoyed it, could you watch the last episode and understand it and go, you know, to, to kind of see like how it ends to, you know, go, I, I, Okay, that's a good question. Well, I mean, they always do the road so far right before the series, the season finale. Yeah. So they kind of give you like a brief. They don't give you like, they give you just enough to know how this the, this season ended. Um, but if you just kind of go like, I love watching series finales just because why not? Like, I think I did that with Roseanne. There's certain whenever I know a show's going off the air, I always I'm curious to see how they're going to end it. Um. So I mean, but if you're 15 years invested, I think it means more. But if you're just watching it just to watch it um i think you will know i think they kind of wrap up the season an episode before you know like if that makes it like you know how like mm -hmm. you have like the um if this was a story this last episode would be the epilogue in a novel you know it's like oh we beat the big bad guy let's carry on from there mm-hmm you know, and then it picks up after that moment and you're like, okay. And then it kind of, it makes it, it's almost like a standalone episode, which is nice, but it's a standalone, it's a standalone episode that has the weight of 15 years on its shoulders that if you don't know those 15 years, you kind of go, it, it, it's, it's, you know, it, I think it, the impacts more, I think you can still enjoy it, 
but I don't think what happens in the episode would resonate as much if you don't know the 15 years prior. Okay. Apparently, I did not know that. I just heard something that made Stacy cry. Oh, okay. I, 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 the reason why I didn't know that is because usually I watch this show or I usually watch some stuff when she's going to bed and I really wanted to watch it right now. And I didn't think she was going to be as, in, I didn't think she was invested in it because she did kind of, she was trying not to bother me because she knew that I was invested in, you know, in, in the series finale. And I knew that there was a possibility of me being kind of emotional and she loves me and she married me, but sometimes she could be like, Oh, you crying, you little bitch. Like, you know, <laughs> good for her. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear her laughing in the background. I can hear her laughing in the background, but good for her. Because <laughs> if I was thrown to my tear and I hear her just go, pussy, you know, I would just be like, <laughs> yes. I'd be like, and, and your honor, that's why I left her. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why the eye pick when the eyes got it. <laughs> uh, plead insanity. <laughs> <laughs> But so I, I wasn't really I was I was nervous about watching it, but she was also aware that I, I'm invested in the show because I did watch legitimately every episode. Um, maybe not in in the right time frame. Like I didn't know when the show. I used to wait for it to hit um, Netflix and then binge watch it. But I also had to binge watch like the last three years because I've been kind of I fell off, mm. you know. Um, but I did watch every single episode. So I didn't know. I really wasn't paying attention to what she was doing because I thought she was just laying in bed reading. But apparently, she must. Were you watching it too? I, I was like catching. She it. was catching it in and out. So she wasn't a hundred percent watching it. But apparently, it happened to a point where she it happened. She got emotional enough that she shed a tear, which you know it's a good thing I didn't see it because I would have went pussy <laughs> while I'm wiping my eyes, going, hey, "You're such a baby, crying. <laughs> you're such a baby." <laughs> Yeah, you would have lost that. <laughs> I would have been like, no, what are you talking about? It's my allergies. I just, I got dirt in my eyes. You big stupid baby. Why are you crying? <laughs> so, I mean, and I, I, like I said, as a, as a viewer, I can understand why some people were mad. But I think sometimes people are mad because you have to go through, you know, when your favorite show's ending, there's stages you kind of have to go through. Like you get kind of angry, you kind of get kind of sad, and then eventually, it, it is like you know, for like a birthday, you do lose a party. That's a, something that's part of your life. It's almost like family because you are bringing that show into your life every day, every week. You know, for the last 15 years, and then when you know, like when a show ends, you do tend to like, oh, what am I going to do now? Like, what am I going to do on Thursday nights at nine o'clock? Like, what's going to take that space? Because my time and my life was focusing around this one moment. Like how many people, like I said, like for me, it was sharing that hour of time with my sister and my mom. And even when I couldn't, after my mom passed and my sister, I would go to my sister's house and watch it with her. And then eventually I wound up getting a job where I had to work at nights. So it fell off. It didn't mean I didn't stop watching the show. It just meant that I couldn't watch the show with my sister, but it still will always be rooted. That show will always be rooted into me, my mom, and my sister, you know, no matter what happens. So it's, and to lose that kind of makes you, it's like that little, like, I don't know what I'm going to do now. Like, does that mean memories are going to start fading? No, because I'm fucking Blu-ray box set. In fact, Voodoo's selling it for like 200 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you can get all 15 seasons for a low, low price of $200. 
digitally. <laughs> That's not a bad price. I mean, it's not 15 years. You figure if you want to break it down, let's see. I'm, right now I'm pulling out a calculator because I'm going to be like, okay, well, if I had to do, you know, I got to, I got to, I got to plead my case. So we got uh, 15 years. Let's see. Uh, um, what's $200? 200 divide that by 15 for that is $13.33 a season. Wow. You know, which is not bad. No. You know, I but still that's a chunk of change. Like to me, I'm like, what's the box set gonna look like? Right. You know, like what's the physical media gonna look like? You because you got to In my head, I feel like it's gonna be the trunk of well, in the for those of you who know the show, in the trunk of the Impala, there is like a, a briefcase full of paraphernalia that the boys would use to hunt monsters. In my head. That's what that's what should hold the, the seasons. That box, you open it up. Seasons one through fifteen, little bonus disc, maybe a little Impala car, Hot Wheel car. Boom, you're good to go. You're welcome. You can take that to the bank. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, another another uh, another one where you <laughs> where you're hoping for something like like I remember when the Dexter series and you wanted it a certain way. I don't right. Think... Let's hope it happens. Uh, well, I mean, it was either way, but I, I felt like with like, but okay, a good point too. Dexter, I was kind of satisfied with the ending of Dexter. You know, I'm like, all right, fine, I, it was okay. It wasn't a strong ending, but whatever. You know, I felt like Supernatural had a strong ending. Um, I thought Supernatural, uh, Smallville, Smallville had a strong ending. Supernatural had a strong ending. I thought the ending for um, the first time of um, we got Roseanne, I thought was interesting. Mm. You know, I thought to this day, I still think the end of Miami Vice was good too. Like you know, you have those those series finale episodes where it kind of resonate into your head. You know, like oh, I've never seen them do that before. Oh, I can't believe they did that. Or you know, I think that the Supernatural ending will be something that does resonate for for some people you know but if you're asking should you write a, a rush and, and see it without seeing the other episodes at least you can at least see the the season like the last season yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm flipping through as we're talking about just to see where I ended up and I'm, I'm I'm actually pretty far like I was like oh wait I remember this one I remember okay okay I remember this episode so there there so I don't think I have many seasons to catch up on. So I'm I'm feeling kind of okay. feeling good about that. Right. So I'll probably yeah. I mean I'll watch it the entirety. I'm just I'm just so curious to see how it ended. You know, just to see um, sure that that way. But then I'm like you know I mean I'll obviously go through the whole journey because it is it's 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 a show that you like it's it's like how to say this? it's like it's just that one show you, you 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 watch and it's just like no matter good or bad it's just like you keep watching it because it's just like it will eventually write itself like you you know yeah. you you know it's like yeah right now it's not that good but like this one's going to be you know thing yeah i think i'm only three seasons down i think at this point and i don't even think i'm a full three seasons so I'm, I'm, right like like i'm i'm still like there's certain episodes and seasons like i remember the the black and white episode you know it was a couple seasons back and you know the season where there's a scene season an episode where dean dies it's groundhog's day and dean keeps dying over and over again or the scooby natural yeah. where they actually get guys from supernatural into a scooby-doo episode and and how it all plays out is is phenomenal like the show's very good at knowing what it can and what it can't get away with 
and and it it was it's it's a very um for the it's it, for a while it was horror monster of the week big bad and then every once in a while they poke in these meta where it's like you know hey there's a book series based upon us and oh look here's these girls doing a class play you know awesome or there's the episode where they're actors in the show supernatural yeah they don't understand you know it's like those meta episodes are always kind of resonate with you but the, those yeah. those are always the ones that reminds me of the like like you know like it's towards the end and they start doing like a singing episode or a you know right. like, like a like a like a bizarre episode and you're going yeah they wanted to try something and you don't know where what direction they were going <laughs> but it's like all right you know it's like that you know like the like the i always remember the buffy the the the, the once the emmy considered nominated uh, once more with feeling episode you'd watch and it's just like it was good but you go and it had nothing to do with the show at all. <laughs> it had nothing because there's a moment where I feel like I mean they kind of in this hour special they do kind of address the fact like they kind of dip their toe in this meta kind of thing idea, and then once it was accepted and liked, they were just like, well, fuck it, we could do anything we want. Let's try it, you know, and see where it goes. And some of those are like you know the most memorable episodes where like on a regular TV show, there's no way you would get Sam and Dean in a Scooby Doo cartoon. Right. You know, if the show didn't take itself as seriously, like, or it didn't take it itself as serious, like, if it took it like as a straight lace, like, ooh, we're serious about this show, no jokes. But this one pokes fun of itself, and it even makes like you kind of get the, and even Eric Kripke, the guy who helped create the show, he uses the perfect term. He's like, it's Han and Luke, their characters. It's it's like I wanted a, a a Luke Skywalker Han Solo kind of feel to the two of them, and sure as shit that you kind of get that that van, that you know woohoo let's have some fun while one's all like super serious. It's like it was the perfect and of course it, you couldn't have that without the actors because right. you need it. Very rarely do you get shows that kind of you know have good actors, good writing. To last that kind of long. Only problem is I'm I'm well. I don't. I kind of know, you know, Jared, who played Sam. He's going to go off to become Walker, Texas Ranger. Um, <laughs> and and he is. And Dean Jensen is going to be in season three in The Boys. Mm-hmm. But there's a problem. I feel like outside of the show, what else do they got? Now I don't. I don't think they're hurting for money. I don't think that they I mean they have their own supernatural convention up north that they do every year. So and I'm not, you know, I don't you, I guess in You mean to lay it that? out you mean to lay it out for you their future. I'm looking at my crystal ball. <laughs> I can lay out their future for you. The supernatural the supernatural uh, conventions will eventually die out within a decade. You know, like like sure. because or, there's, they'll, there's, they'll, or there's, they'll get tied in with the regular Comic-Con Right, like I say, there's 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 not enough fuel where, where it's it, like eventually what's up happening. It's not going to be once a year. It's maybe every other year or something like that. Like it, the 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 convention thing is going to wear out because like yeah they they love their fans, but if there's no new show. There's no new fans coming in. There's no there's there's no way to to, to keep this this revenue going if you don't have new product being sold. You know, and, and so so that's 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 the, the convention circuit. Yeah. And you, and basically, like, 
to for him for Moose to play the, the replies uh, walk uh, Walker Texter Stranger from Chuck Norris. You're going, yeah. I don't think that's gonna work because I don't think Walker Texter Stranger worked with Chuck Norris. <laughs> You know, you know. You know what? It's so funny. Today, Stacy and I were at the mall, and we walked into a hot topic, and and I said to her, and this is a damn quote. I went, "What do you think hot topic is going to do now that Supernatural is off the air?" <laughs> because if you walked into a hot topic, there was Supernatural T-shirts, Supernatural makeup, Supernatural scents. It was, it was Sam and Dean Central in that store, and I'm like, "What are they going to do now?" Like they're gonna find the what? next gothic thing to to put in, you know. That they're, they're hoping for. I mean, you, show yeah, but you can only so you can only sell so much Nightmare Before Christmas merch. Well, I'm I'm saying <laughs> something new. Like there's there's got to be the the next new thing is going to appear. Like that's the thing. Like like that's the next step. It's like okay, these like 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 Dean of the Dean of the Two is going to play a a a, a part in the next season of uh, the Boys, which is gonna be great because you know it's it's gonna be phenomenal. But past that, you're not – he's not – like, these guys, it's because they've been Supernatural for so long. Like, the casting directors are not going to see them other than Sam and Dean Winchester. And that's gonna, right. that's going to be a problem for their acting. Like, you hope that him playing uh, uh, in season three of The Boys, he's going to break out, like, type of thing. Like, Harrison Ford, like, you know, like – a lot of those actors didn't get a lot of great parts after Star Wars because they saw him as Luke Skywalker. You know, I mean, granted, they had successful careers. Don't you know? Like they, they, right. they definitely did things, but they couldn't really do like <clears throat> mainstream movies like Harrison Ford did. You know, like because he he was able to. Yeah, because he, yeah, he he jumped. He didn't jump ship, but they shifted him over to Indiana Jones, which again, a franchise all of its own. Right. You know. But I mean, you're right. He did ride that wave and was able to latch on to carry that wave. Like I feel like Sam and Dean, Jared and, and Jensen. The only time I've seen them outside of their roles in Supernatural was Jensen in when he played in Smallville for that brief time. Yeah. Um, but after after he played the role of Sam, he was in My Bloody Valentine, the reboot or the remake of the movie. He's in that, and Sam played in the re- remake of Friday the Thirteenth. Right. And that's it. I have. That's not true. I think um, Sam Jared got into. I think. I think he might have been in like a cheaper by the dozen movie or or Parenthood. He was in one of those like family comedies. I know. I know what's his face um, from Smallville was also in it. And see now I'm fuck you. I gotta look. <laughs> it was cheaper. It was cheaper by the dozen too. It was cheaper by the dozen too. Yes. I mean, well, I know. I know. Um, uh, Oh shit! Tom Welling was in that one, uh, right? You know, for four. Yeah, he, yeah, he was the he was the adult in one of the other ones. Yeah, I think <laughs> I actually think he played the teen son or something like that. And 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 I'm like, I'm like, was he in the first one? Because I don't remember. Like, I don't I don't really see the the see, the the remakes because these are remakes from like the Lucille Ball. I think it was uh, back in like the fifties or sixties or whatever. Uh, you know, type of thing, and I'm like, I'm like, was he in the first one? Like, because they're really, they're really hamming up. And I'm like, and I'm like, that they are they hamming him up, like because he was in Smallville, and that's like the little extra nod that they're giving him, like they, they're they're giving him like a like a like a almost like a, a cameo kind of plug like away. Because I'm like, is he in the in the show a lot? Like I, in the movie a lot? I'm like, yeah, I don't, I'm not really that invested <laughs> to care. I'm not gonna really watch right. it, but I don't remember. Uh, 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 Padalecki and in, in in the cheaper by the other two because that's what you're saying right Padalecki yeah. 
He's in he's in Cheaper Brother that does in the first one. He's a bully and he's uncredited. Okay. Okay, some of the other stuff that he has, you know, that was back then, but after Supernatural, he was also in the remake of Rise uh, Flight of the Phoenix. I don't know exactly as what character. He was he was Wade in the House of Wax movie. He did he did have a career before that. He was in the Gilmore Girls for 63 episodes. He played Dean Forrester. So, he already had a TV career before Supernatural. So, I, you know, it's it's like, okay, then he hit big with Supernatural. You know, for 15 years he stayed there. You know, um Now, I'm looking at I'm looking at what do you call it? Uh, what do you call it? Let's see if I can get Jensen here, because Jensen is in 26 things. Um, obviously, the boys—they have him supernatural. Uh, 327 episodes, by the way. Mm. I was gonna say um, he was in a, sh- a movie called Buddy Games, King of Con, the how uh, Kings of Con. Though it sounds a lot like Con Man, because about two guys who were in a, um, a, a wrong running. Like two bit characters in a supernatural type of show. It's played by the guy, two of the guys who are in Supernatural. I was like, eh, kind of reminds me too much of uh, Con Man. Um, apparently, he's the voice of Gibson in Tron Evolution. By the way, if you didn't know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but obviously, Jason Todd and Under the Red Hood, um, My Bloody My Bloody Valentine. He was in um, Ten Inch Hero, which I tried watching that. Whew, that's a bad movie. Not only is it a bad movie, but he plays a completely off, off, wool wacky character with like spiky green hair and sideburns, and it's like totally weird to see him in that uh, movie called Devour, which again, like it's they unfortunately get pitched into horror movies. He actually was in um, 22 episodes of Dark Angel, which sounds like a series. He was probably in a season, but after that. Not really much, and it, you do feel like okay. Well, I, I kind of hope that they have, because I like them as actors. I mean, I, I hope they have successful careers. Don't get me wrong, but the reality of it is the fact is is that like right from now on, you're never going to be able to look at anything with their faces. If you're a supernatural fan, you, they're always going to be Sam and Dean, no yeah. matter what they do. Right. You know, and it's and if there's a little bit of a if, if Jensen plays a role where there's a guy with a little bit of an attitude, you're going to go. Oh, he's it, it. Look, if you, there unfortunately might fall down. Like, hey, if you want, you know, if you hire Jensen Eccles, you're gonna get Jensen Eccles at, as as an actor, the way Will Smith is, mm-hmm. the way you know, Tom Hanks is. Well, Tom Hanks is a little different. Um, Tom Cruise, you know, you make a Tom Cruise movie, you know exactly what you expect out of a Tom Cruise actor. Right. You know, and I feel like both of them are gonna try to stretch it at least with, at least with, uh, Jensen going over to the boys. It's he's not trying to carry the show he's part of an ensemble and he's getting on at season three where Padalecki is going to start a whole new show on a reboot that was an okay show I mean it wasn't it wasn't hard Stacy just swung her head over because like you know it's Texas walked her ranger like, the moment it's, it's you know Texas is pride and joy apparently um, so it's like and I watched the show. I mean, I enjoyed the show, but I enjoyed the show because it was Chuck Norris, not because it was Texas Walker, Walker Ranger. Yeah. 
you know, because <clears> so like, let's face it, like you, 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 you watch that, you, you, you know, you know, like it's like you didn't care about like whatever the episode was. You no, see, you knew you sooner or later he wanted, wanted to see, show, he's going to do a, start, a kick in. So a kick, yeah. He was going to kick some ass and take some names. Like you get Chuck Norris, you can't have Chuck Norris without throwing a punch or a kick. And I'm like, okay, well now you're going to have Jensen. I mean, not Jensen, Jared coming in. Going to is he? What kind of Texas Walker Ranger is he going to be? Because I know he ain't the kung fu fighting type. Yeah. No. Exactly, and that's that's the that's the that's the thing that it's like I'm like yeah I don't think that's gonna do well I really don't because it's like I don't think anybody cared what his walks te- Texas well, Ranger what was Chuck Norris it was just Chuck Norris like oh I get to see Chuck Norris every week like and, I get to get right, but what'll happen is is that the people who love Supernatural and the Supernatural family are gonna go watch it and try to support their next thing because you want their next thing to be a hit because you want them to succeed I mean. For 15 years, they came into our house. I, I don't. I don't like to see any real any any real actor fail, you know, unless I have a personal grudge against them. And I got nothing against the, boy, the boys, you know. <laughs> um, but it's going to be like, okay, well, I'll watch it just because I want to see how I want it to do well. So if my household can help with the well, not ratings, but the viewership, then I'll I'll, I'll be somewhat invested until I get bored with it. Right, like, and I, but that's the thing. Like you'll watch one or two episodes, and then you'll you'll walk away. Like it's like right. like every like everybody else. It's like, like Sean Sean Walker TV show. <laughs> Sean walk away TV show. It's like, that's that's right. basically where you're gonna be because that's that's what everybody does. And they, it's like yeah, they want to support the person. The first episode's going to be the the first episode's going to be great, and they're not gonna go. All right, we're going to renew to season two already because first episode was awesome. They're going to go. Right. Let's see what season. Let's see what episode three to five see what does. The, see what the drop off is. Yeah. What, like what, if, what, we're getting, you... if we're getting ten million people to watch an episode one, if we're down to one million people by episode five, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We I don't think season two is going to be happening for this. <laughs> right, right, a finale for season one. <laughs> Like, you know, like, like, you know, it's like, and that's, and and I mean, like, I, like I said, I I hope it does successful. Like, I'll watch it just to see what he does. Cause I'm like, I'm curious now. Like, you know, like, it's going to be the whole, I can see it now. First, the, you know, the moment Jensen Eccles or anybody from Supernatural makes a guest appearance, you know, ratings are slipping. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be like this week on a special Texas Walker Ranger, Jensen Walker, Texas Ranger. Jensen Eccles as the bad guy of the week, <laughs> or, or or the guy that got uh, what's his name? Uh, his the the mentor. Uh, I can't think of. It. Oh, geez. oh um, we we call it um, the guy who plays Negan in, in The Walking Dead now. Yeah, the comedian. Uh, no, no, geez, no, 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 not not his father. No, not the father. Um, uh, Bobby. Oh, Jim Beaver is his Jim, name. Jim Beaver. Like yeah, no. This yeah, week this week he on was, Walker, he, Texas Ranger, Jim Beaver makes Right. Yeah. It's gonna be like in this week on Idiots. Walker, Texas Ranger. It's gonna be his wife, because his wife's been on the show a couple times too. <laughs> oh uh, <laughs> There's going to be an episode where Jensen Eccles, the star is on, in it, is a guest host, and the two of them used to know each other like in college or something, or they used to party a lot, and they got into some trouble, and there'll be like a supernatural or two joke in there. Like, you know, just kind of like a little wink and nod to the audience, like, hey, remember you seen us last time you saw us? We were fighting monsters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So I say, I, I, I hope, I hope their career, I hope their, I hope their career goes really well. I really do. I'm trying to think outside of that, I don't. Uh, I I watched a little bit of. I started watching um, Wonder Woman again. I got like an episode. I finished like the first episode because I have it digitally, mm. and I didn't know what I didn't know what to watch. And I it's like I don't have a two hour movie in me, so let me start watching Wonder Woman. And I watched the first episode through different eyes. I'm like you know like I'm like uh, sometimes it, the first episode makes me think they're trying to make a comedy. Because of all the comedic actors that were Nazis, <laughs> like I'm like that guy is supposed to be funny. That guy's funny. That guy plays a, a Nazi too, but usually in a comedy. I'm like, were they trying to? What were they trying to do? Like, were they trying to ease us into you know the whole Nazi thing by having funny people play the role? I, but they weren't being funny. They were being serious. I'm like, I, okay, like. <laughs> I mean, it was it was, and Cloris Leachman. Yeah, when you have Cloris Leachman, who's to me predominantly a comedic actress, play Wonder Woman's mom, it makes me think that they're going a different way. You know, they didn't, which is even weirder. <laughs> but I'm like, all right, Where, where's the punchline in this one? Oh no, wait. <laughs> you know, like okay, there she is in the invisible plane. Gotcha. You know, like, all right, red buttons is in the first episode. Kind of like <laughs> my career's in the crap. Help me out. What are we chilling this episode of Wonder Woman? All right. Like I'm like all right. Um, I haven't been on TV in over ten years. Help me out. <laughs> sure thing, red buttons. <laughs> you know. So uh, I also played. So I also got. I, I picked up a video game today that was super cheap. I'll get to that later. Because what's coming out in Blu-ray and DVD? All right, let's hit it out. Uh, this one I'm I'm kind of perturbed about. I'll be honest with you. It's a Criterion Collection movie. It gets released. The Irishman is getting a Criterion Collection release. Really? Yes. And don't get me wrong. I'm kind of angry about that. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Because I'm like, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, it wasn't a bad film. It just wasn't a good film. It was boring as fuck. Right. I mean, you know, because it's like, well, it's one last time. Let's get, let's get uh, Martin Scorsese's pals together to do a movie, you know, kind of thing. Let's get a, uh, 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 what do you call it, out of retirement so we can <laughs> play a play. I just, I, I don't know. I mean, usually Criterion Collection movies are based upon something that is, has been either, you know, started a revolution or changed the way movies were made or something that hasn't been done before. Like, I think Clark's uh, Chasing Amy was a Criterion Collection on Blu-ray because it, it, it was a, one of the very few movies that took the subject matter in in a very serious, humorous way, like in that in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are certain movies that are, are. The Irishman is not a movie that I feel like deserves Criterion Collection status. Especially, I don't know what it. Especially this it, early, it, you know. Too, I mean, like like the, the movie came out last year, I think it was. Right. You know, I mean, that's like, and, and you're, you're like, I, I get it. Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, Goodfellas, you know. The Godfather, like any, you could pick any casino, maybe, maybe casino, you know, but definitely Goodfellas, definitely, yeah, uh, Gangs in New York, any one of any one of Scorsese's other films could be perfectly made for Criterion Collection movies. The Irishman's just ain't it, unless you're doing the old. Hey, I just feel like somebody in an office is going, you know what? I really like that Irish movie. That was really, unless, unless it deserves like the honor of being able to get those many people, that many people together again to do a movie, a three-hour movie that never hit movie theaters. 
we got Pesci out of retirement. I mean, that should right. get it right there. We should get the Academy Award for it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> right. We got Pesci. Look at this. Look at this great makeup job we did to make them look younger. <laughs> and, and if we didn't get Pesci out of there, we wouldn't got John Favreau to look at it and go, you know what? I got an idea for a character for Star Wars. Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Paint, paint green on Pesci. That's Baby Yoda right there. <sighs> I still would prefer Baby Yoda being played by Danny DeVito. <laughs> so if we're going short, people, he's got my vote always. <laughs> hey, speaking of Danny DeVito, do you know who does a bad impersonation of Danny DeVito? You, The Rock. I watched this the sequel to Jumanji where you know Danny DeVito and Danny oh, Glover that's right, in it. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah, Rock shouldn't do should should try to stay away from New York Jew. Just saying, <laughs> it doesn't work for him. It doesn't. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's move on. Uh, yeah, Mad, Mad, Mad Max is getting the 4K release this week, so if uh, if you're a Mad Max fan, the original Mad Max um, is getting the 4K, so uh, check that out. Uh, okay. Buck Rogers in the 25th century, the theatrical feature is getting a Blu-ray release. I saw that. Not only is that they're they're redoing the series too. That was my next one. Okay, because I saw that because I am Cause on like, not only you get the movie, com. you can also do the 25th century, the complete collection as a. Uh, as that a is something I. That is, I'm putting that on a Christmas list. Because I because it comes with the theatrical version of the movie. It comes with the entire TV show, and it's only like sixty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's it. That might be a that's a it's only sixty bucks. Okay, you know, this day and age, that's a lot of that's a lot of entertainment because you get you get two versions of the movie. You get the movie version of the Buck Rogers, and then you get the TV cut of it, which apparently there's differences because you know there's like, I remember the theatrical movie opens up with more of like a James Bond space woman floating in space kind of feel. Mm. Um, and you know, there's a little bit more. I think there's a couple of couple of curse words, but more like like the the tame PG version ones, like "oh shit" or "god damn it," you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that they couldn't use for TV. But then there's the TV version, and then obviously both two seasons, and I think there's some new stuff to it. But I'm like, Blu-ray format, they they 1080p it up. I'm like, I'm in. Yeah, because it already looked good in my head as a kid and I remember I think I had it on DVD once and it looked good then I'm like alright and I love Buck Rogers I, one of my favorite kids I like that if I had to choose between Buck Rogers and Battlestar Galactica Buck Rogers all day every day Ooh. I said it oh. I said it uh huh oh. <laughs> well, well yeah that's the thing like like for entertainment value you're right like I, I can't argue with that I, I really can't like <laughs> Because like, it's like you think about it, you know, like like oh man, Battlestar Galactica, that was a great show, blah blah blah. But it was a it's a tough watch. I mean, that's something you have to watch in the seventies. Like that's, <laughs> that's it's like it's like watching it's like watching the six million dollar man again. Like like you know, like I you you can't go home again. Like like for its time it was good, but you go, That was over forty years ago. Like that time is gone. Like like we're you know, like 
like I, re- I still remember like watching an episode of Six Million Dollar Man and there's a chase scene going on where, where Steve Rogers is running down this hallway and it's like they just reset it the hallway because it's like it's like a, it's, it's like a it's like a, a, a factory with all these pipes over his head and stuff and I'm like I think I seen that shut off valve I think you because you, first you see him running down and then you see the bad guys like and you don't know if the if you could see the bad guys because like you only see like it's a close up of his face you know as he's running but you see like the pipes right. over his head as he's running and then you see the bad guys with the guns like running after him you know kind of thing but he's not doing the you know kind of thing and you're going right. wait a minute are they just re re? I'm like, did they just re do clip that? Like, they just took that clip and put it in over and over again. And like, and that was like 20 minutes of the of this hour long episode. It's like the episode ran short. We're gonna do. Let's make that chase scene longer. Let's just put it on a loop. That's exactly. It. And you're going. You're like, I'm like, is there something wrong with my television? Like, like I'm like, I'm like, no, no, that's that's the way it is. I'm like, ooh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I, stu- I'm, I'm stuck in a five second time loop. It's the same scene over and over and over again. I, 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 I wish it was just five seconds. It was a lot longer than that. But that's the thing. Like, like Battlestar Galactica. Like, like it's so dramatic, but it's so like like that long pause like and you it's like that build up and you're going we must have been stupid when we were kids like <laughs> but, but you watch buck rogers and you're going this is kind of like a star wars like it's kind of like comedic and it still has some action to it and you kind of you know right like some people take it seriously but like buck rogers does not take any of that seriously <laughs> Unless, like there unless, just, unless he's there's there. just something about it, man. And they, like you just to see Gil Gerard do that jump kick thing, like shit <laughs> <in> every episode. <laughs> like like this overaction fighting, and you're like, oh, like oh man, I could watch that all day. Like, <laughs> I mean, that is some Shanner-esque action thing. It's <laughs> exactly it. Like you're expecting, like you know, like like uh, Galaxy Quest, where you know the the captain's rolling around on the ground. You're like, why did you did it on those shows? And you're going, yeah, that's what that's, I could see Buck Rogers doing. That. <laughs> like, For me, it was it was Buck Rogers' sassy attitude. Yeah. Wilma Wilma Daring in the the outfits because she was gorgeous, or with the with the the princess who wanted to marry Gil went to marry Buck. She was to- a total knockout, and then Twiggy. Yes. Beedy beedy beedy, beedy I that they had to because kids repeat him so bad that in season two he talked normal because because people were worried that other kids were gonna go beedy beedy beedy. What's up, mom? <laughs> what do you want for dinner? Beedy beedy beedy. PB and J. I think kind of psychologists were wondering if we're going to stutter when we were kids. Beedy, 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 right. beedy, People were real worried that a bunch of kids were just going beedy, 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 and then saying something. <laughs> beedy, 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 beedy. Get bent, Bob. Beedy, beedy, beedy. <laughs> I want to see if I can incorporate that in my everyday speech now. Beedy, beedy, beedy. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. I would love. I wish you could like caver, like put a caver in your shop. I just do that and see how many people look at you funny, like like the like a reaction kind of video, like you know, go bd 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 six fifty four or whatever. You know, like they're buying stuff. It would only work if I had the flavor flav size clock on my chest that lit up. Doctor Theopolis. 
<laughs> that'd be great. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. Because it'd be great if you like, like, beady, 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 what a modest game. <laughs> But my colleague, but my colleague is trying to say, "You got any more PS5s?" Beedy, beedy, beedy. Nope. (laughs) And then the little the clock thing goes. What my colleague is trying to tell you (laughs) is, you sold out. Like, yeah. (laughs) Give the give the explanation, like in a in a calm and like you know proper manner. (laughs) That'd be awesome. Oh my god, I think we got a show. <laughs> Middle old person just walking around, bitty bitty bitty, <laughs> and have my and have my cell phone hanging from my <laughs> with with Doctor Theophilus just going. Well, my colleague is trying to say that no, they do not. They are all out of Playstations, <laughs> and they do not know when they're going to get some back in. Bitty 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 bitty. <laughs> Damn right, bitty bitty bitty. <laughs> Uh, God, that'd be hysterical. <laughs> uh, it's good. Someone just gonna welcome to the show. Beedy, beedy, beedy. Oh, okay. So, what else is coming out in Blu-ray and DVD? Well, that is it for the movies and TV. Really? Let's move okay. on to video games. Uh, okay. We have what's that? I said okay, sure. Okay. Uh, first, we have Football Manager 2021. Uh, it's developed by Sports Interactive and published by Sega for the Xbox oh God, Series. That sounds like a boring game. <laughs> uh, for the Xbox Series X and X, and uh, nothing, Xbox nothing says nothing says riveting game playing is how much should we make the popcorn stand? <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> how much? How much are hot dogs this week? Because, you know, we have to get our money. We have to pay the rent. So if I build a stadium this big, we're going to have to have hot dogs at this price point. Gee. And then our merch is going to be this point, And hopefully I have the talent scout. Oh, God, the game sounds so fucking boring. It's the, the, the Sims of sports. The, the, the last week's football game was in a bit of a rain. So we're going to have to uh, go to a new laundromat to, to get the washing. Right. Because it's going right. to cost or, X amount of dollars <laughs> per pound. Or because the the dome wasn't shut and it rained, the Fanavision is now out, and we have to we have to find a way to pay for that. <laughs> so we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to up ticket prices by about three dollars for next week's game with no Panavision. I was <laughs> 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 like, oh yeah, that's, that's that's Sean. How'd you spend your night, dude? I was up to four o'clock in the morning playing Sports Simulator. <laughs> I couldn't figure out what color to make the uniforms. It was driving me crazy because, you know, test study shows that red's nice. But the problem is, is that our, our you know, the, the mascot's pink and brown. <laughs> I, I just, I don't understand. So it clashes and I have to find it. And test studies show this. And I really, maybe if I tweak it here, maybe if I change, the, if I introduce a new mascot that's red and black, it'll go with the costumes. Maybe they'll be more accept. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm falling, putting myself to sleep just thinking about it. <laughs> Oh, what else is coming out? Well, that's coming out this Tuesday. Also, this Tuesday is Just Dance 2021, developed by Ubisoft Paris and published by Ubisoft for the PS5, Xbox Series S and X, and then I guess it'll be on Tuesday. Just in time, you buy Just Dance 2021 so you can take it to your Thanksgiving party where you're not allowed to be at, and then you get drunk and dance. All by yourself All because by you know yourself. in the state of in the city of Philadelphia, you're gonna get arrested if you have more of four people hanging out together. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm waiting for just stormtroopers to just slide on up, going 
Move along. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't the but drugs you're hear... looking for. <laughs> Did you hear the neighbors had seven people over? Oh my god, jail them. <laughs> well, I know this, I know this sounds terrible, but when I I came home yesterday after work and I and I pulled up and then across the street from my house there was a, like like at least. 15 kids in a backyard they must have had a, a party and i'm thinking should i call the cops <laughs> <laughs> today well-known family the brady's were arrested today for having more than more than four yeah. people were together in their mouthing <laughs> like there's 12 of us yeah it's like like what if you have more people for people living in your house like how does that work <laughs> right this is a Somebody story move out. a lovely lady met her fellow and they got thrown in the slammer because there were more than a bunch, you know, <laughs> and this crew somehow formed a family, and next thing you know, they got busted for having too many people on the property. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Alice is trying to, you know, trying to slip Sam the meat so she can help pay for bail. <laughs> you know, that was terrible. <laughs> and unfortunately. What's her face? Marsha can't become a teen model because she got her nose busted by a football, you know. <laughs> and a and nightstick. Poor Sally's done, you know, is reduced to becoming a mime because she's got that horrible lisp. Oh my god! <laughs> How do you going to go with? The only way to save him is their cousin Oliver, who actually went to law school. <laughs> <laughs> right. We saw it. We had to sell Tiger to the circus. <laughs> And that cat that was only in like one episode, like right, <laughs> only enough to get the sight the sight gag of the dog chasing the cat because that's an American family. <laughs> right. oh, what else is coming out in video games? Uh, then we have Star Renegades, developed by Massive Damage Incorporated and published by Raw Fury for the PS4, and that'll be on uh, Wednesday, the twenty fifth. And now All we right. have Vigor. Uh, developed by Bohemian Interactive and published by Bohemian uh, Interactive for the PS4, and that'll be on Wednesday the 25th. And finally, Made of Skier, developed by Wales Interactive and published by Wales Interactive for the Switch, and that'll be on Thursday the 20th. Really? On Thanksgiving? They're they're putting a a game out on Thanksgiving. It's got to be a digital-only game then, game then. Because <clears throat> there's no way they would have a physical copy be released on 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 Thanksgiving. Uh, let me, let me that's got to be that's that's got to be digital. Which is not you know nothing wrong with that. I mean it's it's possible. Like hey, after you you're in that food coma, what are you gonna do? Play my Switch. You know, look, there's a new game yeah, I can download it's, it. For it's like already $40. it's already been released on uh, PlayStation Four, Xbox One, and PC on July 28th of this year. Uh, gotcha. But yeah, but the Switch, yeah, no, it's. Uh, Really? Wait, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Sorry. Fall down a well. I'm. I'm. Well. I'm. I'm. I'm it's. It's. It looked like it was like. Oh wait. Maybe. Maybe it's just a. You know. Right. Right. And then I'm like. Now it's. It's. Now it's the physical copy. Wow. Wow. So basically, you mean Black Friday? Yeah. Because <laughs> we know, can't. In knowing no store could sell it on Wednesday unless they got the clearance from the company to say, yeah, you guys can sell it Sunday, uh, Wednesday. Thursday. If not, it definitely means it'll hit. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm closed for Thanksgiving, but there could be a store out there that's open. Yeah, you never know. You know? 
Somebody stupid out there. I mean, uh, somebody. Uh, Walmart. Walmart stays. No, Walmart's closed. It's uh, maybe Target. Target might be open. I don't know. This is this is actually a good year where companies will be like, no, no, we're going to close this year because why well, not? Well, don't forget, <laughs> like a lot of these dates, a lot of these dates were set up way back in like last year. Like, right, like right before shutdowns and things right, like, like that. that. So, so yeah, so just because it's we, we're saying to, you know Thursday, it doesn't mean it's actually going to happen. You're probably again Black Friday, you're going to get it. You, if you know if the if the stores open, which most of them are, will be on Black Friday. So, which yeah. which I don't know how many people really want uh, made of skier for the for the switch, <laughs> but that's just me, you know. So, and that is all for the releases of the week. You said you had a game that you uh, played this week. Yeah, I did. I bought it today. Um, okay, very rarely, Ed, do I buy a video game not from the company that I'm I work for. <laughs> but but sometimes there's a sale that you just can't say no to. Okay. All right. This game that I bought is normally about forty dollars. Okay. Um, but I was at Target today, and it was fifteen. Whoa. That game is Maneater. You're like, I you never heard that game, I'm guessing. Um you got that right. Yeah, I don't know that one. It is now right now, I know it's my sister who what do you call it, listens to the show. She listens to it tonight, she might be able to jump on the fifteen dollar train. But it is a game where you play as a man eating shark. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Continue. Go, go on. I'm going to look this up. Go ahead. Because okay, now it's 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 not a new game. The game's been out for about maybe about a year, I think, or maybe at least definitely, definitely would say early this year, maybe. Um, it was a game that was in development. We talked about it, I think, maybe once or maybe once on the show, maybe when it first came out. Um. I never got my hands on it. And I also felt like I heard that it's not a it's not a long game. I think there's like maybe like 13 total hours in the story, but it's got a lot of replayability. Uh-huh. But to me at $40, I didn't think it was worth it cuz I know that I'm like, "Eh, I don't know if I got I don't know if I'm $40 invested. If you got if it was $20, I might be $20 invested. It, in it came game. out May 22nd of 2020. Okay. okay. All right. So, okay. So there is that. Of there is that. It kind of came out during the height of, you know, most stuff was closed, or at least I was retired, I think, at the time. But uh, um, <laughs> at least for my job, uh, before they pulled me back in. Anyway, <laughs> they dragged um, me back in. Uh, just to so, let you know, I'm, I'm looking at not prices here just to say this today. GameStop has it used for twenty five dollars. Right, right, and and Target had it new for fifteen. Right, so you know, yeah, and like I said, like well, you, you can find some really good deals. We and I wasn't looking for it either. It's not like I was like, you know, what game I was seeing on sale, Man Eater. You know, I just we were in Target to go look for one thing, and we walked by, and you know, we were we were going, and we were looking for one thing, and as we walked by, I noticed that Target had like this, like, hey, here's some cheap Black Friday deals before Black Friday, because that's the thing now. It's most stores are trying to do holiday sales before the big Black Friday sale. Um, so I saw Maneater, $15. I'm like, you know what? I am, I think my job had it on sale for 30 you know, new. And I'm like, I am, I'm still not paying 
it 30 bucks for it new cuz I just didn't think the game was going to be when you play a game as a shark sometimes those games are not fun. Right. It's cuz it's very it's very repetitive. Sharks swim, eat, swim, eat, get attacked. You know, it it's it's same thing. It's hard to find a story that's how do you make a a, a game where you're a shark compelling or fun at least. Um so I'm like I can't justify spending 40 bucks on it i couldn't justify spending 30 dollars on it i was like if you had it maybe 20 bucks okay i i can i can do that 15 wasn't even no brainer thought it bought it you know (laughs) um so i i played it it's it's quite fun um it plays kind of almost like a a flight simulator in a way because you have to swim and you have to kind of like adjust pitching y'all as you're swimming um but it, it plays out a, it plays the storyline there's actually a storyline it plays out like a revenge flick because you play you play as a shark and long story short the it's played out like a um nature program and there's a narrator played by uh shit i forget his name fuck um you're basically trying to avenge the death of your mom <laughs> <laughs> like you um imagine um imagine a shark a show like a shark catcher show or like the the tuna show the deadliest catch okay thank you stacy screamed it out there um and it's got a narrator and it's gets this cajun guy who you know it's his sole purpose to kill as many sharks as he can and and then he comes across this this shark with a, a heart like a harpoon stuck in its side and that's you and you know it's the training episode you know the 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 training level and you come to find out like you get caught and you come to find out that that's the guy's dad's spear who apparently got eaten by a mega shark but that's not me so he's out that's the reason why that's his motivation for killing every shark he ever sees Mm. so you're like what's this got to do with you well what happens is during the during the time of let's see man eater so he cuts open he cuts you open and kills you but you're a baby and there's a baby inside he's like oh look here's a little baby then cuts you know takes his machete and and cuts you and but keeps you alive and the guy's like why are you doing that and he's like well I want so I can recognize him when I hunt him later in his life kind of thing and throws me back in but not before I bite his hand off like you know like revenge so you get thrown into the, the, the drink as a baby shark and you have to grow up to be a mega shark. So endure you do that by eating things, doing and and you're like, okay, well, how is that interesting? What's interesting to me, for me at least, for gameplay with the gameplay mechanics, it plays out almost like an adventure game where you have quests and you have side quests and you have missions. And you know, as you're knocking over, as you're getting these collectibles, the underwater the underwater scenes are changing like um, I was like in the bayou and I hit this one sign and then there all of a sudden a cemetery pops up underwater and it's like oh okay like there's these little mini quests while you're trying to fend off from attackers and eat sharks like I I was playing with Stacy oh well Stacy was watching while we are playing and you know it's I kind of was spinning the camera a little too fast because it was actually quite tough the game mm-hmm. um but then I'm, I'm swinging through this, this bayou-like area, and there's these alligators. And one of the things is to win against the alligators. But there's – I'm like level three, and the alligators are like level eight. And I got hit. It scared the shit out of me and Stacy because it was pretty violent. It was like, holy crap. It it wound up being actually quite interesting. I'm like, totally worth $15, not worth 40 
but I'm trying to think of the guy who does the narration of the um, okay Chris Parnell does the voiceover as if you're like watching a he's the narrator mm-hmm. it's like it's like watching like a, this the majestic shark swims upstream like he's doing these funny antidotes and it's hysterical it's keeping you entertained without you having to realize that you're actually playing as a shark like a baby <laughs> shark <laughs> um i'm like he's like the big name i'm like looking through the the rest of the cast and i'm like okay i don't recognize any of these people and i'm like okay well i hope i don't get i hope i don't come across any spoilers but <laughs> it's a, it's a <laughs> you know, <laughs> But you get, but you Wait, get. You, I've become you, the, the incredible Mister Limpet. I turn into a human being. It's a reversed. Well, well, there's actually you can find um, you you can find um, like uh, toxic waste in there, and then when you eat the toxic waste, you get these. You get basically these mutagens that you can mutate yourself into something bigger or fiercer. You can actually have like an armor. Like a, a bone armor, it becomes like it becomes so freaking weird, from my understanding. Because I haven't, I'm I'm a baby shark at this moment, baby shark, do 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 do, baby shark. But um, <laughs> so I'm like swimming through this this bayou area, and I'm like, okay, well, it's not bad. It's kind of like you get, I can fight some catfish and eat. Like I can't wait to get big enough to eat humans again because eating humans was fun in the tutorial i was having a blast hmm. <laughs> just swimming up and just jumping out of the water going Arr! you know just gnawing away at people it's a fun game but totally worth the 15 bucks 20 maybe you know anything 22 dollars and above no okay <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 my that's my game review fun game but not not worth the full price okay. if you can find it on sale buy it there you go <laughs> <laughs> so hurry kids to the target near you and pick up yes why well, you still can, well, you can. i don't know how long i don't know how long it's going to be going on for but it was definitely a impulse buy <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't think that's a game that's going to go back up in price <laughs> yeah <laughs> by the sound of it but you know, it sounds enjoyable for 15 dollars don't get me wrong but uh, yeah you're right, right. <laughs> um okay ed i got some news okay. not a lot all right um, are you a fan of Stranger Things? No. Um, the TV show? I've never seen it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then this article doesn't apply to you. Okay. <laughs> okay? Because they added a new cast member for season four. Oh, really? Yes. Um, it is an 80s icon. The show takes place in the 80s. So they kind of have actors who have may have had like a, a significant part of – our timeline in, in the eighties. Um, they had, um, Paul Reiser was on, was a character was, it was on, uh, I think last season, um, Matthew Modine was a guy in the season two, mm. like people who, um, we know from other things. Well, for season four, they've added what I would consider an icon of the eighties. Robert England joins cast for season four. Really? So, Yes, Netflix announced that A Nightmare on Elm Street's Robert England has joined the season forecast of Strangest Things as a psychiatric hospital patient. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was announced um, the streamer um, horror icon Robert England uh, has joined the cast of season four. 
Um, a streamer announced England's addition along with new Stranger Things season four regular and reoccurring cast members. And they don't, so completely regular recurring cast members for the four Caesar along with the chapter description can be found below. Uh, Jamie Campbell Bauer will, pl- who will play Peter Ballard, a caring man who works as an orderly at a psychiatric hospital. Tired of the brutality he witnessed day after day, will, will Peter finally take a stand? Oh. Ooh. Um, Joseph Quinn will play Eddie Munson, an audacious 80s metalhead who runs the Hellfire Club, Hawkins High's official D&D club. Hated by those who don't understand him and beloved by those who do, Eddie will find himself at the terrifying epicenter of this season's mystery. Ooh, you're like, I don't watch the show. You should watch the show. It's actually pretty good. I, you know, I, I'm, 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 I have this dude say I did, I did watch a couple episodes. Not that I don't want to watch it. It's just that it's just one of those type of things where it's just like, it's good. You know, I don't, I don't want to mislead anybody of us, but it's like one of those type of things. Where it's just like, I, I have, I have ADD, television ADD. <laughs> So, so that's what you get for watching YouTube all day long. That's exactly. Like fucking, I'm, I got, I got, like I got YouTube YouTube brain, you know, and I'm, I'm like, you know, it's like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, this is too long. <laughs> it's if good. It's over, if it's good. over 30 minutes, you can't be bothered. <laughs> that's exactly all right. If I can't get my, if I can't get the gist of it in 10 minutes. You have attention span of a 22 minute sitcom. <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, because there, there is so much. I'm not, that's the thing. There's so much I want to watch. And like, like, I get bombarded every day because people talk, oh, this show or that show, blah, blah, blah. And, like, and I'm like, and, and they all sound awesome. Don't get me wrong. Like, like every time I talk to somebody and they tell me about a show, I'm like, yeah, I got to see that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go home and watch the same thing. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to watch a 20, 10-minute episode on top 10, you know, uh, movies of 1965 or something. <laughs> that or, right, like, or the I top comedies of the watch, 80s you know like <laughs> a guy i can't watch you know a one 50 minute show i'm too busy watching 10 20 minute 10 10 minute videos on disney <laughs> <laughs> yes see now you know my plight <laughs> see it's like oh well, i could go to bed early by watching one episode and then go to bed but i can't next thing you know it's like oh well it's like 11 o'clock i could probably get an episode of stranger things in sure why not and next thing you know but i can't i'm too busy falling i fall down a well of singers from the 80s who died of you know smoke inhalation and it wound up being the most fascinating thing i ever saw and it took up an hour of my time <laughs> You know, or, or, or I'm watching an, like, I, I'm watching a documentary on about an actress that nobody's ever heard of. I can't remember the person's name, but I watched like the whole hour and a half of it, and I'm like, that was that was strangely mildly interesting. <laughs> I watched an hour and a half video of why Donald Duck doesn't wear pants, Sean. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it was fascinating. It was fascinating. And- I was riveted. You know, like yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? He actually thinks he has pants, but you know, you take his shirt off, he all of a sudden goes, oh, I'm naked. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a two hour documentary on Goofy, you know, and Goofy and Pluto dynamic where they're both dogs, but one walks upright. It was fascinating. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, like, Mike. My- my wife's watched Stranger Things and I've caught episodes and I'm like, you know, and you, you do, you, you, you get kind of vested, but it's just like, if I'm not like in front of her TV, it's like, 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm like looking at it now, and I'm like, I'm like, I could probably watch this in a weekend. Like, it's eight episodes, and they're what, like forty an hour long at most, you know? Not, like, yeah, not even an hour. Not even an hour. Not, season two's nine episodes. Yeah, I mean, I could bang this out in three days, you know, like kind of thing, like. Like, you know, like, I, yeah, and I just don't. <laughs> Next time on the show, Ed, so what you do this weekend? Sean, I watched, I fell down this rabbit hole of YouTube videos of why left-handed people are called the devil's hand. <laughs> like, and, and the thing is, is okay, the, well, the sad part second. is actually, I watched. Actually sounds kind of interesting. <laughs> I would probably watch that. <laughs> I need something frivolous. I found out that Mickey Mouse is left-handed because... Walt Disney was lefty too. Like I had something, but it was it was fifteen chapters of well, nonsense. See, like I watched, <laughs> I watched like literally like sixteen hours of President Roosevelt's, both of them, like Kennedy and, and uh, <laughs> Theodore and and uh, Franklin. And I mean, like I went into detail. There's details that I like. I'm like, whoa, like like I don't think I should learn that. <laughs> <laughs> I learned the deep dark secret of Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> yeah, I'm like there is there is stuff of Teddy Roosevelt. I'm like, yeah, I wish I never learned that. <laughs> Why do you think they call him Teddy's? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like the deep dark secret of Teddy Roosevelt. He used to dress in women's underwear the, before he goes those, to bed. Some of those some of those facts about the the two of them. It's really creepy. I mean, there there are some creepy things about them. I mean, there's a lot of good things about them, but I mean, there's a lot of like somewhat like like that is kind of eerie, you know, when you hear it. You for know? every for every three for every three good things, there's just one that's a little creepy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly right. You're like you're like twenty five percent of it's kind of creepy, but these are seventy five percent. This is good. It's gonna take me sixteen hours to get to that twenty five percent. But but that's the thing. Like like you you think that's the thing. Like like I gotta I gotta hear the next deep dark secret. Like like it's gonna be in this episode. I know it. And like like it's not. And you're like, all right, it's gonna be in the next one. <laughs> and I watched it. I mean, I I I I I, I hunkered through. There was times I'm like, watch. I started like at like eight o'clock at night, and it's four o'clock in the morning, and I'm still watching it. You know, like you could have watched the entire. The I could have watched season one, of. Like I said, I could watch once. Could watch one season in the middle of a night of Stranger Things. Probably more interesting and fascinating, and entertaining than the than the, that. And I and I and I'm like, yeah, no. Because <laughs> the worst part is it's Ken Burns that does it. Ugh. If you ever watch a Ken's Burns documentary, it's 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 fascinating and boring at the exact same time. I can't explain right. it because you you watch it because it's like oh I'm learning something, but I'm also going to sleep because this is fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got something that's a little more exciting than that. Okay. Something you'll probably be interested in because we you don't do – you also own a PS4, but you don't really do a lot of gaming. True. At least, at least you don't talk about your gaming. I talk more about my gaming than you do. Um, but there's a game coming out that you might be interested in. Um, Hitman developer IO Interactive announced mm-hmm. a brand new video game project that will serve as an origin story for this character. I don't know if you saw it. No, I haven't seen it yet. It is a James Bond 007 video game. Really? It's going to yep serve as an origin for Bond. Um, Hitman developer IO Interactive recently teased that it had a big project in development, but stopped short of confirming exactly what it was. It's now confirmed that they're working on a brand new James Bond game 
currently known by the working title Project 007. What's more, Project 007 will be an origin story for the world-famous spy revealing how James Bond earned his 00 status. Um, <laughs> Project 007 will utilize the Glacier Engine, which powers IO's interactive acclaimed Hitman games. Um, further details on what exactly the gameplay will entail or what else the game will feature is hard to come by at the time of the writing. All projects have said as developers that Project 007 is being developed in collaboration with both MGM and Eon Productions, which you know obviously goes a long way because they're you know the makers of the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, while Project 007 teaser trailer is just it's just basically a, a gun and it's basically just showing this the logo. Right. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's look, a story of revenge. Lie. I'm telling you, I know the, the origin of James Bond is a story of revenge. It probably will be, but it, here's the, the thing revenge is, like, is it's, 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 it's the man that starts off with the killing of the guy who killed birds. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> What well, is... if, you did, if you didn't know where James Bond names come from, it's based off of a, a book on ethologist, I think it is, for 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 bird watching. The a right. guy wrote it. His name is James Bond, and that's where the name came from. So, um, what I find interesting, and I'll be honest, I'm, I can't. I'm a fan of the Hitman series, mm-hmm. so to for them to roll over into the James Bond genre. It seems very natural because of the Hitman series. The problem I have is, and not really a problem, it's like I feel like it's going to be Hitman, and it's a, a reskinned Hitman. I feel like I could be completely wrong. You know, I mean, the Hitman's a spy; he's he's an assassin, sneaks in. I mean, if you're going to do it, a, um, a James Bond story, it better have action, it better have gadgets. You know, but if it's an origin story, how much of the gadgets are you going to have? Because if he's learned to be, a, if it's his origin story. He might have the watch. He definitely ain't going to have the DB9, unless, unless. Well, I mean, it's a video game. It's like, I, I, here I am going to be very particular about. No, they can't do this. They can't do that. Yes, they can. It's a video game, Sean. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's probably already a spy. It's how he gets his double O license, and the double O license is basically his license to kill. So maybe they just he maybe he murders a bunch of people and they go. You know what? You killed so many people. We're just going to give this to you. Because clearly you don't listen to instructions. Well, that, we asked... that, that would be interesting because, be, 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 I mean, I don't know. It's, this might sound horrible, and it probably will be. I don't know. Because if you remember Dr. No, um, the first movie that you know, James Bond is in, you because you, that's, like, huh? let's face it, let's, I'm basing all my knowledge on James <laughs> Bond movies and not the books. Um, but uh, it starts off because he, he he has a different car. Uh, I think they give him the the at that point the uh, uh, the Aston Martin uh, car and 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 the the uh, Walter PPK gun. And uh, so you kind of go, I would like him to see that use that old like jalopy that he he drives in. I think in the in the beginning of the film and and they, you know using the I forget what the gun was he was using, um, you know. Uh, uh, I think it was Rochester or something. I, I could be wrong. I, I, it's been a while since I've seen Doctor Now, but it was just like you know, like that. That would be more interesting. There was like less gadget and more like action oriented kind of you know f- uh, film, and he's he's got a, 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 f- um, a f- inferior equipment that you know because they they you know hasn't reached double O status yet. 
you know, and you have to build to it and you get to, you know, you, you, you eventually walk out with the car, like, I know, like kind of thing and the watch and the, you know, the Walter PPK, you know, those, all those gadgets and stuff. I think that would be interesting though, but probably people think that'd be a boring game. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. (laughs) I'm trying to think here. There is, um, I want to say, because the books, you can actually like, you know, see the series. Like I'm looking at right now, my uh, in my Kindle Fire, and I believe the first book, which is Doctor No, I believe is only two dollars. I think, if that. Now hmm. well, let me see. Oh, you know, I'm trying to. I mean, I'm always interested in any Bond games because you, you very rarely do you. You think. Oh, actually, it's on. Actually, they bumped it up to seven bucks now. Eight bucks. It was probably a deal a day. I should have bought it when I saw it. Damn curses! Anyway, um, I feel like Bond is a perfect story for video games. I mean, I oh, know I did. I got. I'm sorry. I bought Casino Royale. Casino Royale was two dollars. I think that's that's the, the first. Yeah, that's the first Bond oh, book. Yeah. You know, I'm like all right, because um, I don't. I don't I think I've read one, maybe two Bond novels over the course of, which bothers me because of being a James Bond fan of the movies. I can't see why I couldn't roll that over into the books. Maybe because they're pulp books. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I ever gave it really a good college try. So part of me was like, well, it, the first book's $2. I can, I can chill out $2. I've, Shit, you know, I spent fifteen dollars on a video game today. Right. A shark video game. I sh- maybe I should try to expand my knowledge for two dollars. <laughs> or at least my vocabulary, because God knows I keep saying the same things over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right. You know, but I think that like I said. Bond is is perfect for video games, and they've made some really good James Bond video games. Not just Goldfinger, but I think Casino Royale, the Legends game was good. You know, um, they did a thun- uh, from Russia with Love video game. I think it was for a PlayStation Two, where they actually got Sean Connery to do the voice of James Bond for it. Oh yeah, like, yeah I have that. You know, and that, right, and it's a great game too. It wasn't even like a bad game. And they just paid him a bunch of money to actually, you know, lend the voice. The game itself was fun. It was, you know, and then when they ever do a Bond game now, they get Daniel Craig to do the voice because he's Bond now. But I think it's I, I like the fact that they get the actors to play the voice for the for the. I, I'm, I'm curious to see if what they're going to do with an origin story. I mean, with an origin story, you might as well just get somebody brand new, right? Like get some British guy, you know, or at least get at least get a really bad Sean Connery impersonation going. <laughs> yes, yes. Where's my wishes, Miss Money Putty? It's just bad. <laughs> you know, it's how I became a spy. <laughs> Are you throwing your hat in the ring? <laughs> it's just a story of how I became a spy. <laughs> <laughs> how my life turned out there I was in, in a playground just chilling with my homies <laughs> it's 
<laughs> Next thing you know, my auntie said, we're moving to Brit British Columbia. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, just, I'm just falling down a well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, hey, guess what's on TV right now? Or at least was on earlier. The Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special. Yes. Yes, that was my next article. It was like, hey, it looks like you can watch those specials after all. But for whatever reason, it doesn't want to pop up. So it's another one of those. It's a dead article. Yeah, dead. It was, it, was, so, uh, it was Sunday, the, what's today, the 20, what, 22nd, 7.30 on PBS yeah. for for all tits and purposes, which is weird. But, uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, PBS, they cut a deal. Apple cut a deal with PBS. Out of all the stations, you know, to to air. Really, PBS? PBS, yes. Wow. Uh, yeah. So you know, that's yeah, and I think it was just a one-time deal. So if you didn't see it, hopefully you have it on DVD or Blu-ray. Kids, I, I think it's just I, I don't mean, have it on Blu-ray yet. Look, I get the nostalgia version. I want to watch it live, you know, on television. I get it. As a person who's I every year I watch that show. It's a Christmas Charlie Brown, Thanksgiving Charlie Brown, got it. Those were staples growing up as a kid. You know what I didn't buy on Blu-ray or DVD? Those Christmas episodes. You know why? I don't need to know. Guess what? It's a it's a it's a limp dick tree there, but but through the power of love, it'll be fine. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know the car Charlie Brown Christmas special. <laughs> You know, oh, okay. He gets All right, now, and then now, the, the Thanksgiving now, special was. See, now, I'm, in, I'm, like, on oh, I'm still on Thanksgiving because I'm like, what, what limp dick? <laughs> dick what, what, I'm wait, sorry. Wait, what Charlie Brown? Wait, wait, in, what Charlie Brown are you watching? <laughs> it's 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 your man now, Charlie Brown. <laughs> um, your voice I, is dropping, Charlie special, Brown. I believe Thanksgiving. The Thanksgiving special is the one where you have Franklin sitting off to the side from everybody else. Well, I don't know if he's sitting off the side, but he's sitting in that weird lounge chair and he falls, you know, into the like, right. But he's yeah, but he's on. He's I don't think he's 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 definitely ostracized from the rest of the table. He's not like on his own little table, but I do believe he's away from the the group. He's kind of like off to the side while all the everybody else is on one side of the table. I believe so. I'm You're gonna make a system. thing about this, aren't you? I'm gonna make a thing about it, whether it is or it isn't. Like now, I'm gonna now, you Google thanks to geeksters. You Google, <laughs> you Google Franklin and the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special, and I'm you're gonna see a photo of him not sitting with everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. <laughs> I can't believe I'm actually doing this. <laughs> Boom! Stacy found it, huh? Google Charlie Brown count care cartoon labeled racist. Uh, uh, this is from the Independent. So, over depiction of Thanksgiving dinner. Ah, uh, yeah, I got. I found the picture. It here it is. This it's you have at the head of the one head of the table. You have Linus, and then going clockwise on the right side of the table is Sally, Charlie Brown, Peppermint Patty, and Snoopy. At the other end of the table, rightly so, Lucy. The entire left side of the table has got Franklin. That's it. 
one guy gets the whole list of the table. I'm calling shenanigans. Do you, do you um, see, I see it? I see it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. You're right. You're right. Yeah, because it's 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 uh, uh the what's her name the blonde uh, uh Sally Sally Vince Charlie then it's Peppermint Patty on the side is Frank uh-huh. Linus is there yes and here's a better picture uh, all by his lonesome Snoopy is next to think... and then there's a what? person the other head of the table yeah he's he there's nobody else on his side one like, might say they, he is they... segregated from the rest of the group. <laughs> Not like that. They they could have they could have put like like even like uh, what's his name uh, uh, Pigpen on one side or they could have had they even could have had Marcy yeah, on the Marcy other side or 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 even Violet like like a secondary character. Yes. Where is the redhead? You know who's not there? Schroeder. Where's Schroeder? <laughs> He's smart. He stayed home. <laughs> no, Stacy said that's Marcy at the end. I thought it was Lucy. But yeah, even Mar- still, Marcy, yeah. Marcy should be looking dead. Peppermint Patty dead in her face, going on with yes, sir, no, sir. Like I, more peas. Stacy, uh, Stacy does not know the uh, increased lesbianism, subtle lesbianism with the Peppermint Patty. Right. Yes. <laughs> Stacy's falling down a rabbit hole. I'm going to have to have a talk with Stacy after the show. See now, there's a, to, there's a new <laughs> going to have to explain the subtle nuances of the Marcy. You know, Right, she's off the side. Like, yeah, oh, Stacy, Stacy's falling down a whole well. It's, it's a joke that she's a she might be a lesbian. And Stacy just says, "Put the black guy and the lesbian by themselves." Like, ah, it looks that way. Just saying. It's it's definitely like what late sixties, I believe that episode was. I'm You know, so damn the man, my boy Franklin, off to the side. No Schroeder. No Lucy's at that table, and now that I notice, if that's Marcy, you know, where are those two? There, oh, where are they? No Woodstock. Woodstock wasn't a turkey, so I mean, it's Woodstock, he's, Woodstock he's, has to be somewhere. I mean, I'm not getting the full picture, but Woodstock's got because he helped set up the table. I mean, he was there. <laughs> the way you said that, he, well, Woodstock has to be there. He helped set up the table. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure he is. Snoopy's got the chef's hat on because I'm. He's the one who carves the turkey at the end. Yeah. Well, he's he's all he's all the he's all the other end next to to Marcy. Marcy's on the one side of the table. Uh, Linus is at the other head of the table. Then, like I said, it's 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 uh, there's no, Sally, there's Charlie no, Brown, Peppermint Patty, no Lucy, no Schroeder, no redheaded girl. There's no um, redheaded girl. I gotta be there. What's Charlie Brown? Where house? the fuck is where the fuck is my boy Pigpen? Not there. Yeah, I mean, you could have put you could have put Pigpen next to next to Frank. There's no Pigpen. There's there's a plate. Wait, there's a plate on his side of the table. Somebody didn't show up because he knew Frank. They were gonna sit next to Franklin. Right. There's 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 uh, or so there's the table set for people to sit next to Franklin. Just no one chose to. <laughs> like no one's gonna sit down next to Franklin. <laughs> Come on. Like. Like no one know. noticed See, that. That's the thing. I don't know how racist this is. He's at the table. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> well, yeah, what do you want? Okay. A better yes, he's racist? at the table, but he's segregated from the rest of the table. <laughs> he's, he's at the same table. Side. How is he segregated? He's at the same table. 
He's half the same thing. Because there's a line down the middle of that table, and half the table's filled with the regular crew, and the other half of the table is the is the we call it the Marcy, the possible maybe a lesbian character, and Franklin. Wait, geez. Schroeder's and Schroeder's at the other end of the table. I mean Linus because Mar- he's a thumb sucker blanket holder. Jeez, <laughs> that's the thing. Marcy the lesbian is at the head of the table, at the head of a table. There's two that's heads. not Lucy. That's, that's that's Marcy. That's what I said. Right. Okay. Marcy's Marcy. At the, Marcy's at the head of a table. Yeah, but she's off to the side. If you look at that photo, Shane, Shane sitting in the middle. She's on the left side. Remember on that left side, because she's a little different than the rest of the crew. Tell you, it's subtle. It's, it's, it's subtle. It's 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 a camera. Subtle. It's a camera trick so they could show the turkey. When, when it's a camera. It's a camera. It's drawings, Ed. Someone drew that. It's not a camera trick. It's, it's it is it is a legitimate. You know, she's on the she's yeah. Nope. Telling you, the main crew, the the the, the normies are all sitting together on one side. Where where you got Franklin, Schroeder, Linus, and Marcy, kind of off the left side. I'm telling you, Ed. All right. Subtleness. All right. Somebody, <laughs> somebody, dig up Charles Schultz and reanimate him <laughs> and ask I, him. I, I, I want to know. I need to know. I need why to know. is Franklin? Why is Franklin sitting by himself? Wrong. I tell you. Wrongs, I tell you. He's where's pig? I mean, obviously, I can tell why Pigpen's not there. He's, you know, he's Pigpen. You, you're trying to eat your turkey next to you, and you got bits of dirt in your food. You don't want that. You know, that's not pepper on my mashed potatoes. It's pig pen. <laughs> that's kind of disgusting. It's dirty. Why do these jams smell like feet? Because I'm sitting next to pig pen. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Schroeder refuses to show up because he's afraid Lucy's going to be there, and Lucy can't keep her hands off him. You know, God knows you sit that poor kid down in front of a piano. He gets all the all the all the ladies. That's right, he gets all you the know? bitches. Then, then you got that funky dancing going on. Next thing you know, we're learning about the spirit of Thanksgiving right after the pumpkin patch incident. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, then they send the, the special needs kid to go get the Christmas tree. And he comes back with this just deformed <laughs> looking tree. And it's like, oh, well, the power of love will save it. Because, la, na, 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 na. Christmas time we have, is we have, here. We have, we have a special <laughs> needs kid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Charlie Brown. I guess I'm seeing. I don't see what everybody else sees. Hey, come on, he's everyone else has got a full head of hair except for Charlie Brown. He's either going through chemo, or, <laughs> or, or he has to wear a helmet because <laughs> his hair. He's got Homer Simpson hair, three strands, and that's it. He's weak. He can't. God knows he can't kick a football. Clearly, he can't fly a kite because he's only getting tucked up in the tree. Like Charlie Brown, how about this? Stay away from the fucking trees. 
seems kind of cut and dry. That red-headed girl is never going to talk to you. Should be dating Franklin. You know, learn to play the piano. Schroeder gets all the trim. <laughs> all right, I, I had to look it up. <laughs> Apparently. Stop, stop talking to the dog because no one can hear the dog. Why are you letting the dog cut the turkey? Apparently, <laughs> apparently Charles M. Schultz did address the hair issue. Oh, he first. did. Yes. See, so it's a hair. It's such a see. People had to know Charles Schultz. Why did you have to give that eight-year-old boy a bald head? <laughs> he says. Let me see. Remember this again. He claims that he saw Charlie Brown having the hair was so light and cut so short. That it looks like he is bald, but he's, it's not very easily seen. It's basically what it is. So he's Charlie Brown's have... a skinhead. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that that's not helping the situation. You made Charles M. Schultz, you made Charlie Brown a skinhead, an eight-year-old skinhead, <laughs> that his hair is cut so short that it makes it look like he's bald? That's 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 even worse because you're gonna have Charlie Brown sitting directly across from Franklin, who's sitting by himself at the Thanksgiving table. <laughs> Systematic racism in our Peanuts conference. <laughs> I, you know what? That's it's a shame too because I grew up on Peanuts. That's my like. That's I had a Snoopy stuffed animal. Had I known as a child of the underlining racism and 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 and, and systematic not niceness of people Charlie Brown is a symbol of evil Lucy is a power of good she always yanks that she always she's giving Charlie Brown a hard time pulling that football away she even gives psychiatric advice for a nickel <laughs> so you know she's good <laughs> the bitch couldn't make no money because she only charged her motherfucker five cents <laughs> I See? am quoting. <laughs> I am <laughs> quoting a singer on that. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Lynch's peanut song. That's if right, you yeah. haven't, Google it. It's Google, awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> You'll laugh yourself sick. So, <laughs> see, see, Ed, and that's the reason why Apple bought it and refused to put it on the air. Because they know what's going on. If you want that kind of negativity, you got to pay us to watch it. <laughs> So we so we can track your purchases, so, so we can know whether we need to put you on a watch list because you downloaded the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special. Yeah, but what does that tell you about Apple? Like it's like yeah, we're it's not like it's not like they bought it and buried it. Like they bought it. Like you have to pay them now. It's like it's like yeah, you we know you want that racism. Like, <laughs> like you gotta pay us. Like it's gonna cost you. You want that cute little, you know, hang in there. It's only Monday, hang in there till Friday kind of feeling. You're going to have to pay for it because underneath it, it's a dark, seedy web of negativity and drug use. You there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Didn't know if you were laughing. You were just sitting there in shocked horror. A little of both. <laughs> It's like yeah, this is my beloved childhood. You're killing it's it. It's my beloved childhood too. You're killing it. <laughs> Charlie Brown, no. You find it he's like a, a white supremacist and you know, uh yeah, we could have Franklin come, but he's gotta sit by himself. You know. 
can't. Just, I'm sorry. I think that's, no, a, I, I think that's fine, a big I, moment I, for Charlie I Brown, man. I mean, I mean. <laughs> like, okay, you know what? Fine. I really don't want to invite him, but if you guys are making me because he's part of the crew, fine. But I'm not sitting next to him. He can sit on the other side of the table. <laughs> no. It's unfair, Charlie Brown. That's why Lucy's like, I'm going to get that bitch. Next thing you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to – I'll hold the – because he always falls for it. I'll hold the football for you. No, I promise I'm not going to pull it. I'm going to pull it. Maybe he'll land on his back and be paralyzed from the neck down. You know, <laughs> and that way I, I will I will single-handedly save the neighborhood from this white supremacist eight-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Wears the same clothes every day. He's uh, such a downer, and most of it's usually like, oh, good grief. <laughs> I hate the Jews. <laughs> Oh, that's why like the the Val Pelts were very proud Jewish. <laughs> right, the Van Pelts were very proud. Coming from a long line of proud, proud, proud Jewish folk who fought in World War II, who probably left you know because during that time probably left the Holocaust, left Germany during that time, and you know made a name for themselves. And all of a sudden, they look out the window, and there's this little eight year old skinhead running around going, "I'm not sitting with the with that Franklin kid." Hell no. Talking to his dog, you know, <laughs> just unleashed, just doing whatever the fuck that dog, the dog ran the neighborhood, just doing whatever it wanted to do, <laughs> you know, <laughs> pandemonium. And Lucy said, enough's enough. And she's and Linus, who wants to be his best friend because he's trying to the, the the nice approach. Like, no, maybe if I become his friend and I understand who he is, maybe I can help change his mind and his beliefs. He's the pacifist of the group. You know, he's you know he's uh, like no no I, I'll talk I think, to him. I think he's I think he's just a spy. I think he <laughs> you know you keep like, keep your friends close but keep your enemies closer. I think that's the mentality that Linus is using for this. Uh... Yeah, cause then he's got Lucy going. I hate that son of a bitch. I'm gonna try you know I'm gonna give him bad advice. I'm gonna pull football's way and I'm gonna make him the pitcher and I'm gonna hit I'm gonna hit the ball right at him. Hit him so hard he flies out of his clothes. <laughs> I'm going to hit him so hard that sweater's going to have a straight line on it. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Hey, Ed, you know what else you can watch on TV? Christmas time? What's that? Wonder Woman 1984. Jeez. I wonder if it's going to come up. Uh, yep, Wonder Woman 1984 to debut on both HBO Max and in theaters. Since we're talking about World War II and Nazis, and why not swing right into Wonder Woman? I mean, granted, the first one was World War One, and they completed the Pesco World War War Two, but now we're in the 80s, so yeah. <laughs> so apparently, it's going to debut in the streaming service HBO Max on December 25th, the same day it will open in the U.S. movie theaters. So they're still putting in theaters. Excuse me. Um, internationally, where HBO Max is not available, Wonder Woman 1984 will premiere in cinemas one week earlier on December 16th. The film will also stream on HBO Max for a month at no additional cost to subscribers. Um, here's a quote 
from Ann Sarnoff, chair and CEO of Warner Media Studios and network groups, which includes Warner Brothers Pictures. Uh, as we navigate these unprecedented times, we've had we have to we had to be innovative in keeping our business moving forward while continuing to super serve our fans. This is an amazing film that really comes to life on the big screen and working with our partners in the exhibition community, we will provide that option to consumers in the U.S. where theaters are open. We realize that a lot of consumers can't go back to the movie due to the pandemic, so we also want to give them an option to see Wonder Woman 1984 via our HBO Max platform. The decision to forego traditional theatrical theaters is surprising because Wonder Woman 1984 was expected to be one of the biggest films of 2020 had the, and had the potential to surpass the $1 billion in ticket sales. Uh, the $200 million budgeted movie was originally supposed to hit theaters this past summer. Of course, it was delayed time and time again because of the coronavirus. Um, many were skeptical that Wonder Woman would that, that Wonder Woman 84 will even keep its Christmas Day release since 50% of U.S. cinemas are closed, and people are still hesitant. Huh? I was saying. I was. I was just suggesting uh, it. Oh, okay. I, I. I'm not sure if I got my echo back. Um, yeah. So uh, you you were fading out a little bit. I had to adjust you a little bit. Sorry. Gotcha. That's okay. Fifty um, percent of U.S. cinemas are closed, and people are still hesitant to see a movie in theaters. Industry experts assumed that the likes of Black Widow, Fast and Furious Nine. No Time to Die, which is the new Bond film, and other potential blockbusters, Wonder Woman 1984 will be postponed until 2021. Uh, yet the move to digital is not entirely unexpected. <clears throat> Earlier in the pandemic, Warner Brothers opted to send such titles as Scoob to premium video on demand and The Witches to HBO Max. Uh, the known idea for theater owners, Wonder Woman's hybrid release plan gives beleaguered multiplexes a lifeline. Uh, normally major cinema chains would refuse to showcase a big movie that is debuting simultaneously in theaters and at home. Um, in fact, Universal Pictures basically received the brunt end of criticisms earlier this year after the studio decided to launch Trolls World Tour on digital rental services in April when most cinemas were shuttered during, during the pandemic. Uh, but months into the global health crisis that has no end in sight, unfortunately, many theater operators are struggling to make ends meet and they're desperate for new products to show. Um, so debuting on, uh, debuting on HBO Max instead of postponing the film until next year means foregoing substantial box office returns but the hope is that offering a splashy tentpole to drive subscribers to HBO Max which has struggled to compete against Netflix, Amazon Prime and Disney Plus which HBO Max by the way costs $15 a month um, so I mean, it looks like they're struggling so that's what do we do Let's get our tentpole movie. Put it on there. I mean, let's face it. It's probably the reason why the Snyder Cut's getting all the play because they need subscribers. We talked about that earlier on our previous oh, show. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, I, and then the problem the problem really comes down to is is that they're not they're not getting the money because they don't have the um, the platforms to play them on. Right. They don't have enough digital content. I mean, there's enough out there. I feel like. It's hard. I feel like all the other streaming services are playing catch up to Netflix or Amazon Prime. Yeah. I mean, even Amazon Prime, I still think is is well, it has good shows, good original stuff. I don't remember the last time I actually watched like a movie movie on it. Well, the Borat movie was the last one, but that was an Amazon Prime original. So I, I feel like I, I'm like always like 
I feel like places like when you have HBO Max, the Peacock, you know, they're only going to stream stuff that they own. Right. You know, where Netflix is like, okay, well, this week we have, you know, like we have the Chappelle show now on Netflix. And this is the last month you're going to get to see the office because then it's going to go to the Peacock, mm-hmm. you know, which probably with knowing them, they'll probably, if you want to watch the office, you're going to have to pay them to see it. Right. Which makes it ridiculous because I feel like you wouldn't offer that for free because then people get to go, oh, well, what else is on this thing? Oh, this is you, you get them with the with the new stuff and go, oh, I got to pay for that. I could pay ten dollars or fifteen dollars a month. Like, oh, I'm a big Star Trek fan. We talked about that when Peacock was starting. It was I'm sorry, CBS All Access was the only real original programming they're going to have was the Star Trek Discovery show. Yeah. No, apparently it did well enough. It, I guess it didn't do well enough because they coaxed Patrick Stewart back to become Picard. Again, streaming only. You know. Well, the the thing is, it's also like it's, it's price points. Like you, you, your your CBS All Access, you know, is ten dollars a month. Your your HBO Max is fifteen dollars a month, and it's just like, and you know, like like. I know, I don't know whose side it is, you know, kind of thing. But I mean, like, like CBR Access knew, like, it's like we got to do what we can, so we're gonna launch on Hulu, uh, not Hulu. We're gonna uh, watch on Roku, and on um, the Stick, uh, the, the Amazon Fire Stick, because that's that's the major platforms that people are using. I mean, there is Apple TV and other Chromecasts stuff like that, but like, it's it's like the the two big giants is Roku and and uh, Fire Stick, so you have to play ball with them. HBO Max didn't want to play ball with them, and they're charging $15 a month, and you're going, wait, I, I, I have to pay you $15 a month, and I have to watch it on my computer. Like, I don't have the convenience of watching it on my big screen TV. And right. you're going, yeah, you get the millennials that are, are, are desperate, and they'll do it that way. But again, it's like it's like there's no content. Like, like my wife's like saying, like, we... We found that she found out like this past week that eighty not Wonder Woman eighty four was was going to be released on Max and on the, uh, the theaters, and she goes, "I wonder if New Jersey movie theaters will be open." You know, like like that was the that was right. the, like that was their mentality was like like we'll risk going to a theater to see Wonder Woman eighty four, and I am like. I'm waiting for Blu-ray. Like that's gonna come on on a movies. Like that's gonna be a dig- I, digital release. Yeah, like I agree. I, it's it's like okay, I'm gonna see it, but for fifteen dollars, the price of a movie ticket, you can get yourself one month of HBO Max and see stuff more than just Wonder Woman eighty four. Right. You know, you could just get it for a month, pay your fifteen dollars, and get whatever free time you get to get for as the bonus, and then watch Wonder Woman eighty four, cancel it, and then re up once the Snyder Cut comes back for fifteen dollars. Like you know, it just seems to be like. I don't want to risk going to the movie theaters to go see because I want to see Wonder Woman 1984. I'll I can wait. I was just saying, and that's that's my mentality. It's like I can wait. I'm going to wait for. I'm actually going to wait for the physical copy to come out because it will. Because Warner Brothers is is a you know like like Disney, like their money wars and they're you know <laughs> they're they're going to put it out on and, you know because they know they can make that market. There is a market out there for people to buy the movies. I mean, it's not a great market anymore, but there is still a market out there. There is still an, enough to they can generate the movie to buy it, put it out on disc cheaply enough, get it to you, 
at a very you know and and you pay twenty five dollars for it on Blu Ray digital four K paying thirty bucks or whatever thirty five, you're 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 gonna do it because you're going, you know I I'm collecting all these movies so I have to have in my collection I have Wonder Woman I have you know all the DC stuff so I got to add that as part of my collection, right. You know, like I still haven't seen Bill and Ted face to, face to music, and I know that's been out on video for a while. Yeah, you know, I mean, I have the physical so, and the and the digital copy of it, and I'm like, I was stupid if I bought it twice, basically. You know, <laughs> you know, Mulan. Everybody who bought it for thirty bucks off of Disney, you know, I'm like, I just bought it digitally in Blu-ray for twenty six dollars. You know, right. I'm like, I just saved myself forty, and I got the digital copy and the. Of course, I still haven't seen it yet. But <laughs> but that's, but that's the, the the idea of is just that like like I like like I thought about it like I, I in my head I'm thinking fifteen dollars a month is not for Wonder Woman eighty four would not be that bad I really would love to see it like but I'm like am I gonna really watch it on Christmas Day because like like uh, right like, it's like hey after everything's all said and done it's Christmas Day after you open up your gifts I mean now. I'm assuming people are going to go see their families, right. possibly. You know, like after a long Allegedly. day of family fighting, like, you know, I'm going to go have a horrible time at this dinner because I'm, I'm getting angry at my aunt who says something stupid, you know, and then I'm going to come home all angry. I don't want to do it. I'm going to watch Wonder Woman 84. Like, <laughs> right, like that's, that's going to be on the top of my list, you know, like after having a heavy dinner and, you know, like. And, and being full and, and, you know, getting through an argument and going, I just want to go to bed and get this day over with so I can move on tonight. And that's the thing. Like, so it's like, like, uh, all right, well, I'm, I'm, I'm probably not going to buy it like in December, you know, for it because it's like, and then you, cause then you worry, like, like if I sign up now or if I sign up like in December to get that, you know, that, you know, month, will they release it on Christmas day? Will it, will it be pushed back for some reason? Like you don't know. Right. Right. You know what, you know what I'm going to sign up for HBO max? January 1st. Right, because then you know that the movie's going to be there sitting and, you know, you're going to have it in your queue ready to go. Right, it's already going to be there or what I'll do is I'll, you know, fire stick it maybe or video on demand it just, you know, see if it's like a $10 rental maybe. Right. Or or maybe I'll go look at you, well, what does HBO Max have? Maybe there's something there that might entertain me for a month besides that movie. You know, and it'd be like, oh, okay, well, I can watch that, and I can watch that. So, you know what, maybe it's worth the $15 for the month. And then cancel it, and then when the Snyder Cut comes out, which will probably be, it's supposed to be 2021, but it ain't going to be January 1st, 2021, you're going to be looking at at least, depending on how longer this goes, is depending on how soon enough they go. Because there's going to be a moment, this is now where I feel like it's, it's kind of like a, a dilemma. Like, how long do you wait for something like the Snyder Cut? Because what if you have it say released in june and the world quote unquote goes back to normal in may everyone's out hey. no one's right everyone's out going to the movie theaters and uh, that 70 million dollars that you just dumped into a show that's going to be in four hour four one hour parts that apparently only apparently according to Zack Snyder only filmed four or five minutes of new material because everything else in the movie has already been filmed which I count, I cry bullshit if you, it, it, I, I cry bullshit because you made an announcement that Jared Leto's Joker is going to be in, and he was never in the plan in the first place. Right. So you're just going to have him for, you're going to have him for thirty seconds. You know, like what do you, what do you, come on, like right. that's bullshit. Right. Well, you know, as you're talking about, you're 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 saying, you know, if if you if you get the, this is what you're going to basically get for uh, HBO Max uh, uh, thing. 
Um, besides the one eighty four, you're gonna get the Game of Thrones, Sopranos, um, which I think now you can get all that stuff at with the, just HBO because I know the HBO regular HBO is on the, the on the stuff. Um, right. Friends, South Park, uh, The Big Bang Theory. Apparently, because that's insane. It's it's it's. Uh, hmm. Fresh Pinter Bel Air is on here. Key and Peele. Um, right, but so far nothing. It's all older stuff. Now, is that stuff the stuff you have to pay for? Or is that the free stuff? This is this is all that like comes with it, basically. Like the like the, the fifteen dollars <laughs> is what you're getting for fifteen dollars a month. Like you know, like The Dark Knight, Us, uh, Birds of Prey, Spirited Away, uh, which is the Japanese anime, The Matrix. Right, you're getting you're getting Warner Brothers' own property. Right. You know, and that's fine and dandy. Like, you know, it's great and all, but am I going to pay $15 a month so I can watch every episode of The Big Bang Theory? No, because if, if I'm a Big Bang Theory fan, I probably have it on Blu-ray. You know, right, this, this is the new stuff. Ready? There's, there's, there is eight things listed. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Witches, which I have no idea. Raised by Wolves. Charmed City Kings. Unpregnant. Class Action Park, Adventure Time Osabian, Chelsea Handler Evolution, and finally, this one you might be interested in, the French Prince of Bel Air Reunion. Right. That's the only that, and the Raised by Wolves, I heard, is a good show. Right. But again, if you look hard enough, I probably can, I guarantee you, if I turned around and looked on my, on my fire stick, I probably can open up a couple apps and be like, oh, look, here's a French Prince of Bel Air Reunion special. Right. You know, which now triggers something I'm buying, I'm going to look for later tonight. You know, before I go to bed. <laughs> like maybe I'll see if I can find it, and maybe watch it cuz I hear Will Smith and the original Aunt Viv air their beef or you know, like that's the real draw because she got fired from the show and they talk about it and how her life happened after that and I'm like, "Okay, I'm kind of interested in that." Right. That's it. You know, talk about how everyone misses Uncle Phil. You know, <laughs> the touching moment. <laughs> right. You know, there'll be there'll be you know there'll be tears, there'll be laughter, they'll be like, "Hey, remember this? Here's a little clip from the show." Or, "Oh my God, we're gonna have Will Smith and Alfonso do the Carlton dance for old time's sake." You right. know, it's it's nostalgia wrapped up in a giant bow, which is great because that means I think that the the revival show, the the serious Bel Air show. Is probably going to be on. It's on HBO Max, so it makes sense. Mm. You know, it's a nice tie-in. But I mean, out of those eight things, two things I probably, if I look hard enough, I could find. You know, uh, the movies. I'm like, well, if I don't already own the movies, like, okay, Birds of Prey. I watched it. I wasn't a fan of it. I'll probably wait till it gets like in the bargain bin before I even buy it. You know, just so I can just so I can have it as part of the collection. Right. There's just these things now where it's like, okay, well. Like, okay, for example, I have the first um, Bill and Ted's movie. I want to see the last one, but I also don't have the center one, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. So I kind of feel like I need all – I have one. I have to get the other two. They have, they have a three-pack. They have the, the three-pack physically. You can get them all in Blu-ray, you know, for all three. Uh, as, as Well, I already have the Blu-ray version. I have the nice steel book that Stacy got me for – I believe it was my birthday, I think it was. Yeah. Um, it's nice. It's it's a great still cover. So all I need is Bogus Journey and the new one, you know, to round off the package. Okay. Um, you know, it's like, all right, well, 
but as far as HBO Max goes, I'm like, okay, well, I can't think of anything really that I want to see outside of Wonder Woman and outside of Snyder Cut. I think there's a new Looney Tunes show. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't be honest. I don't really, sometimes it's hard for me to go like, oh, there's a new Looney Tunes show. I love, I mean, I was raised on Bugs Bunny, so why would I not want to watch a Bugs Bunny cartoon? But sometimes watching those Bugs Bunny cartoons, I go, yeah, it's not the same because those Bugs Bunny cartoons were made for adults back then. Now they're kind of made for adults, but not really. Right. You know, it's like watching Animaniacs. I'm getting the chuckles and I'm laughing. I'm like, huh. But I also know that this show I don't think really is for kids. I think this is the nostalgia for the adults now, mm-hmm. like the people who did watch it. And you're like, oh, my God, 20. Like if I was 15 years late, you know, I'm 15 watching Animaniacs. Here I am, you know, 22 years later, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch it with my kids and enjoy the chuckles. And yeah, they, you know, like, oh, I, I know that joke. I know that reference because they referenced something the last episode. They were, they were going against um, Yakko was making a comment, a comment about something, about hogging in the spotlight. And Wacko turns, turns his back and goes, yeah, you would know all about that, Mr. Countries of the World. Uh. <laughs> And I'm like, I see that's a that's a funny joke, you know, because uh, you got to know that that blew up, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But yet, Wacko's capitals of the United States didn't really go anywhere, and I think that's the more solid of the two. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm I'm Team Wacko, you know, for the record. But you know, so who knows? I guess we'll listen to our new Christmas episode where one of us is going to see Wonder Woman. I guarantee it. For the end of the year, New Year's Eve's New Year's special. Ed, what you do this week? I watched Wonder Woman 84. Me too! <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, right now, I'm like, no, there's no way. And then I'm like, in the back of my like, like I said, the last couple of days, I'm thinking, all right, 15 bucks. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a movie ticket. I, I watch it with somebody. At least I'd make, you know, like, like you start like, you know, like, contemplating that in your head because it's just like yeah I'm not gonna like I'm thinking like well maybe I'll just do the seven day trial and see if I can just watch it that way and just get you know cancel which it. which which you probably could but I think sometimes that 11 day trial you need to like there some companies some places are smart going okay well you need to sign on for a month and you get a one week free yeah <laughs> right yeah. You know, but what you could do is once you sign up and you pay your initial 15 bucks you can cancel it that same day you know and then you still get that month you don't have to worry about the next payment because right. you've already canceled it, you know. But it's you're sitting there going, "Cable fifteen dollars." That's the price of a movie ticket. You and the wife could sit and watch both of it, so you're already making money out of the deal. You bring your own food. You can eat whatever you want to eat. Right. You could fall asleep and in, in the middle of it and wake wake up and go, "I didn't miss anything." I can just rewind it or replay it. Um, Stacy asked if you paid for Mulan, but I don't think you did. I think you you the passed 30, on the, the thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah premium. I paid on thirty bucks. Yeah, I just bought it. I just bought it like with the yeah. physical, with the digital, so I have it like that way. So it's like you know thing. But like I said, I I, I was going to collect that either way. So that was going to happen. Right. And then right, you were getting Mulan either way. Um, right. So, but come, yeah, but you, you, how much did you pay for the movie though? Twenty six bucks. Right. So for twenty six dollars, you have it in your library and digitally. Where instead of paying for thirty dollars for once for it digitally and it's yours as long as you keep Disney Plus what if something happens you go you know we, we can't we gotta cut back on the Disney oh, no, Plus no. stuff uh, the digital I have is for Voodoo 
like for Voodoo and Moody's Views. Anyway. Oh, okay. So yeah, I have the digital, and like I said, and then December fourth is right. Right, it comes out in video on December fourth. Yeah, it for actually free. physically comes out. So you're gonna buy this thing three times. No, I just bought it once. Okay, okay, you or twice. Oh, okay, you right. You bought it twice. Twice. I mean, I'm the, I was gonna buy the physical copy one way or another. Like I I ha, like it's not like I'm not gonna stop collecting Disney movies because I have Disney Plus. Like that's right. That's not gonna happen. Like that saying. So I'm gonna buy the dig the DVD or Blu-ray version of it with the digital copy, uh, uh, and then and and then uh, and then have it on Disney Plus. But I didn't pay the initial thirty dollars. That you know, right, when, okay. When they first started, gotcha. So, gotcha. Okay, I thought like you already owned it, like you bought it on Voodoo. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay, no, no, I was gotcha. Gonna, I, 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 I knew it was like it was like one way or another. It was like I'm going to either watch it through Voodoo or I'm going to watch it through um, Disney Plus. Whatever came first, and then right, you know, like I said, because they they launched it thirty bucks, you had to pay for it, and. I'm still not sure how how it works. Like I was like looking to see like how you pay for it. It is pretty hard. Like to the you can't accidentally buy it on Disney Plus. Like there there is no way you have to actually go through your phone to like either through oh, the, the okay. Android store or through the Google uh, through uh, Apple to to pay for it. So it's not like you know like like you know you know Johnny eight year old Johnny is flipping through Disney Plus and he sees Mulan and hits it and all of a sudden like they own it now for $30 like that's it's you have to somebody has to like pre-authorize it like do all this kind of stuff to like jump through hoops to get it I guess so that way people weren't getting get stuck for 30 bucks you know buying for something that they didn't want to buy because somebody accidentally hit it on the you know on the on the cha- on the channel itself so like I said, like I don't, I don't even know. I'm I'm not even sure how that works. Like I'm still I still couldn't figure it out. And I'm like, because I wasn't gonna buy it, but I was just curious. And I'm thinking, wow, this is really hard to do. I'm kind of kind of glad, but I'm like, I I still can't figure it out. So I'm like, you know, whatever. And then like I said, like uh, I I have the Disney Movie Club, and they were like, hey, coming out, like you know, you can buy Mulan now on disc. You know, I'm like, all right, I'll buy on a disc. And I'm like, wait, it's four dollars cheaper. For- <laughs> for for, for right. the disc and the digital like Blu-ray DVD and the digital copy and you want to pay I'm like I'm like think that's that's what bothered me the most about this whole thing I'm like thinking wait I'm I'm still wrapping my head around this like I'm paying twenty six dollars for three things and I had to pay initial like people were initially paying thirty dollars just for the digital copy and you have to keep the Disney plus to 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 keep it like once you canceled it was gone and i'm thinking wow like 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 how desperate were (laughs) like (laughs) i i mean yeah but the question is like i mean they didn't they said they did fine with it but i mean i feel like they didn't do fine with it if 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 they did fine with it you would have heard the number disney i I guess you know i guess not the type of company that goes yeah, we did okay. We're not going to tell you the numbers. I mean, they're, they're going to go look how big our dick is. This is how much we made, right. you know, off of it. I mean, they'll they'll it comes out one way or another, if you know, type of thing. And they they did not release any numbers, so it's like, yeah, they they did not do well. I mean, they're telling you how many subscribers they have. Like they they did within under a year what they were supposed what their prediction was in five years. So I'm like, right, you know, you go and yeah, okay. I mean, if they did horribly, you'd be like, "Yeah, we're doing fine. You know, it's, we still have it. You know, you're you're we're okay. You know, I'm like, no, they, they'll they'll they, they like to boast. 
the hell was that? Oh, he, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, what was that about? I don't know. That was weird. That was weird. It was like you cut out, and then it sounded like we had a, a Skype thing going on. Oh, I got a poor connection thing. Uh, it was a poor connection going through Skype. Oh, okay. That's what that was. All right. Like, well, wow. We, we should probably we should probably well, call it a show at this point anyway. Yeah. We're that, over that's, three hours. That's the internet going. That's the internet going, hey, enough already. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. You still there? Yes, I'm still here. I'm waiting for you. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, this is Sean signing off. If you haven't, if you haven't already, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Don't forget, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've heard on the show or want us to talk about, contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior. Beady, 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 beady. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, 